Well, hello there, Bobby. Welcome back. Yeah, I mean, I feel the last couple weeks, um, I only... Ooh, jinx on you. A trifecta of, of peepers. Yeah. Um, I feel like I only get to see you during the podcast. Not that it's not, you know, <laughs> delightful time. It's going a little more mandates. Yeah, we're uh, working too much, it seems. Fucking A. Having to be, like, responsible adults and shit. I want to go back to hourly. Well, I mean, the good news is, and a little teaser for um, the 20 of you now that are listening. 20. 20. Um, we're headed to New Mexico for a few episodes uh, coming up this month. We'll be traveling, taking the show on the road. Um, that's coming up here in a few weeks. Pretty excited. Pretty about excited it. about that. Yeah, pretty Yeah, excited. fuck old Mexico. Yeah. What's that new new? Well, I mean, we'd have to check our equipment, and it's like a whole thing with the border. It's just easier to go to the new new and check out the mall. Better people there too. Not those bad people. I'm sure there's good people. That comes out wrong. <laughs> the people that we're specifically going to see, I'm sure, are great people. Uh, I don't have any specific people in Mexico that we're going to go see. I knew what you were saying. Build the wall. None of them are good. That's not what I meant. That's Ooh, what I'm telling you. Lordy. You All right. It. Well, we got Brett motherfucking Detler in the house. What's up, guys? Well, you know, um, I'm really drawn in by your blue mirrored shades. I Mainly because I can see myself, and yeah. you know I love that. I just wanted you guys to see your beautiful faces. That's what it's about. And, and Our next guest will be it. a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, that might actually be a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> that will uh, that'll be like a four-hour-long episode. Yeah. We just keep both talking to ourselves. <laughs> Well, I mean, we've done it before. Um, <laughs> yes, Mr. Detler, um, longtime friend of the hosts, uh, one of the uh, founding members, although not these days because you know why, of Arizona Wilderness Brewing Company, uh, culinary expert, former uh, runner of trophies, uh, golf yep. pro, uh, tornado chaser. Uh, Brett Detler is a, is a man of, of many talents. Um, I, hung too, I, so. I would like to hear them. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's stuff I've missed, but, you know, we'll get into it. Oh, absolutely. But uh, thank Let's you go. for joining us. Oh, absolutely. I'm so excited. Well, we we saw each other a couple of days ago, and you're like, oh, well, you need to come do the podcast. Yes. And I was like, That's how that absolutely. Happened. Let's make this happen. <laughs> like, why have I not done this? Those are the people we want on the podcast. Yeah. I'd be like, I guess I'll do it. Yeah, like... You should have to twist your arm to come in. It's Don't think of it as a podcast so much as thinking of drinking PBRs uh, in my basement. Yeah, that, true. Yeah, that I, sounds way I'm more. I'm actually appealing. doing a lip sync thing for Beer Week Fuck. to oh wait no, to unlock one, like, uh, in a, a couple days. Guest. Well, is it in a couple days? In five days, the lip sync battle at Boulders. Oh, I thought that was Beer Week. No, it's in five days. I haven't picked my song. I haven't practiced my routine. Ooh. I haven't been working on my rhymes. Working on my flow. Is this where you're like faking me out? No. So I come unprepared. No, I have not done and anything. I wanted to do um, for a month. I wanted to do um, no Vaseline from Ice Cube, uh, but they uh. say the N word too much for me to be comfortable with sinking that. <laughs> just every, I just clearly yeah. pull the mic and away just, from my just face. Just put, yeah. your, put your hand right over your face, just like. No, 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 no. It's today's when culture. That, yeah, when that uh, that'd be when that happens, because uh, I can I can sing that song. To a T, hundred percent. But I've heard, when they I, I've heard your use of say the, uh, the N word. Yes, I will stop. take the mic that's not on because we're lip syncing and just put it a, as far away from me and just let everybody mm. see me not mouth that mm. and then go back to the song. 
Listen, that, I'm that's, gonna, gonna, <laughs> I mean, it, that's truly going to take a lot of practice. Yeah, it ain't over. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the motherfucker saga continues. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to be able to make that happen in five days, to be honest with you. No, I can do it. I can sing the whole song right now. I just entered it to you. Yeah, I, I, yeah I know. Again, it's just a lot of uh, gaps to cover uh, to practice your routine of mic pulling. Yeah, I was thinking that or like tequila. Uh, at, and that's all I gotta do. So, uh, also crossed my mind, but that was actually done last year. Was it really? Yes, it was. And um, I would have been furious about it, except he, like a genius, had a tray of tequila shots delivered to the table. Ah. And then every time he said it, he took one. Good. Uh, that's okay. And Stand then so, up, man. Yeah. And so he was like standing there being like a goofball. And like, I was like, God damn, this has definitely been done before. But then, like, he's taken tequila shots, so... I was going to wear a, a poncho and a sombrero. Real quick, before I forget, and I think that Detler <laughs> might know, because it, we, we brought up tequila, and uh, it just recently happened, is uh, Tequila Sunrise up in Flagstaff. Uh, are you familiar with this, either of you? No, It sounds not. like a cocktail with orange juice, grenadine, and tequila that in a is, glass of ice. That is what the drink Tequila Sunrise is. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that it's responsible for a lot of what I'm about to describe to you. Okay. Oh, that was a drink for a dramatic pause. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Extra dramatic when you bring it up. So, um, it's... I couldn't tell you any history about it, but basically what happens is one... Once a year, everyone at NAU gets so fucking shit hammered drunk for one like twenty four hour cycle. But like, what happens is, is like when it ends, is at like five a.m. at like in the morning or six a.m. or something like that. And you always see people just like puking in the street. That nice. like uh, I saw someone posted like some girl was like squatting, great form, uh, holding her the 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 entrance to a dorm open, just puking. What looked to be like a lot of Korean food, uh, all over the sidewalk. What a keen <laughs> eye! Yeah, well, you know, I, I, you, you know, know your food. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, eighty you know, percent of the food I eat is Mexican, and the other twenty percent is basically Asian. So, uh, you know, I just uh, anything else. I'm I'm really not I, German cuisine. I, I couldn't tell you much other than they they do the, the the flattened pork thing, right? Yes. Yeah, that's them. That's the schnitzel. Yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Wow. Yes, because the schnitzel like always sounds like to my fat ass. A, a schnitzel sounds like a delicious like treat, like a donut, <laughs> like, like it's gonna be sweet. Yeah, like oh, you want a schnitzel? And I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds like a weird donut. And then they like slap some like breaded pork ham in front of you. You don't forget that. I tell you what, like, do you have some maple syrup? <laughs> um, but yeah, we're they didn't episode uh, about that. And uh, you ever watch Blue Mountain State? Uh it's no, like college football comedy show uh but they didn't i don't remember what it's called in it but yeah everybody just takes the day off and gets completely shit housed around the uh campus yeah i want to go to college just for that yeah so um i i had a ghost semester at nau and uh it was amazing spooky (laughs) and uh i uh i took part in a tequila sunrise that year it was uh it's pretty ratchet as uh as it is so the whole thing is just called a tequila sunrise we just the day of getting hammered that's what it's called and um I mean, I specifically was in a tequila sunrise, like brand new to cocktails kind of phase mm-hmm. when I was, uh, you know, uh, hiding in the halls of uh, <laughs> a freshman dorm. But um, so, uh, yeah, just everyone just gets shit house drunk and like, but just to the most irresponsible levels. <laughs> 
Which yes, it's college level <laughs> drinking. A little more than like 0.5 more. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's college just, level excited group drinking. It, yeah, it's like, funny because like I went to a college that was completely dry. Like you couldn't drink on campus or even remotely, even close to campus. You go to ASU? No, I went to North Dakota State. Okay, but I've so like we had parties, but we never had a day where it was just like, let's get that shitty <laughs> and just. For 24 hours, let's drink our minds till they're fucked. And What's we're the point of going to college? Puking Korean food out of the door of a car. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> the pictures that come out of... Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, North Dakota's, you know, the birthplace of Christ, and you can't get real crazy out there. And so... <laughs> Sorry. I was trying to keep a straight face. Um, but, you know, uh, it, things are a little more conservative back over there. And, uh, man, I remember being out in Omaha and inquiring about cannabis and someone looked at me with the crazy they're like you better not like anyone here you fucking say that shit the cops will lock you up and i'm like lock me the fuck up what (laughs) i was like did i go back in time what is happening are we we really getting into omaha already can tell if you try to freak me or fuck me is that is that where we're gonna really start is omaha no no we're not uh no bobby kicks this off Uh, we're we're not gonna get into omaha quite uh you heard you quite yet episodes yes yeah yes 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 so let's um, just get into it. Let's get into yeah, it. Let's go. Brett, you ever shit your pants? Surprisingly, no. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on Bobby's team on the, this uh, one. The team's getting um, bigger. The fact that... Slowly. The, the fact that I haven't is impressive. Yeah. Like, like, I would say, like, after some of the beer this fest, all it's, like, cool. surprising. Right? Like, I, I think I've just always been right place, right time. Yep. And got lucky. Yeah. I got lucky a lot. It's like me, yeah, like, because you're very irresponsible with sour gut sometimes. Truth, yes, I yes. But also, you're 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 super chill too. So like, generally, you're at the bar, which means you're probably twenty feet from a toilet. Yeah, I mean, pretty accessible. I, maybe that's planning, though. Maybe it's just yeah. so I don't shit myself, yeah. dude. I, yeah. I'm still like, I've heard enough people tell me stories that they have shit their pants, and it's still astonishing me that people that it happens. Like, <laughs> you, like just everyone just out here <laughs> shitting. Like, how many pants are shit next to me at any like, given time of the week? No, it's like, or even Alex going, yeah, it's like once a month. I just, I, I, it, I can't, Listen. I, it, my brain, just it's reminds like me to buy ears, different size, facing the wrong direction, they're just not computing, like, it just, I know where bathrooms are, I know, like, a rough time where I'm like, oh, I need to use the restroom, and this is, I probably have 20 minutes, I probably have 5 minutes, I'll figure out how to get to something in that amount of time. I, I feel like after, I, I feel like after now that you've started this podcast and been asking so many people that question... You're probably like when you walk into a place, you're like, "Where's the bathroom?" Oh yeah, because I don't want to be a statistic. <laughs> give it, a, give, give it an ocular pat down as soon as you walk in. Yeah. It's like, okay, right there. I, right, right. I go right, into bars. Good. I'm like, "Where's your restroom?" Like over there, and I'm like, "Cool, don't use it." I just spend the bar. I'm like, just wanted to know. In case there's an emergency, I need to know where to be. I won't have time to ask you later. You're like we, we make amazing coffee. I'm like I'll stand closer to the toilet. Every second's gonna matter later. I won't have time to ask. Yeah. You'll just see me heading in the direction of a hallway that doesn't look like it leads to the kitchen. It's a game of seconds, you know? <laughs> no, obviously I've been in the beer and restaurant industry for a long time, so I do know a lot of people that have shit themselves as an adult. Yeah, but it, isn't it still astonishing that people do it? In, in some, yeah, some of it is, yeah. Other ones are like, yeah, you're stuck out in the middle of nowhere and you just don't know where to go. 
I mean, I, is, <laughs> it, is it better? Wait, is it better I, to uh, just pull your pants down yes, and shit in front of people, or so. just shit your pants? It, it, well, with that's the, a. I mean, I'd go to an alley. What situation? Dumpster. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So my whole thing is this: <laughs> like, <laughs> what situation are your options? Shit my pants, or people have to watch me shit? I mean, that's <laughs> the circumstances in which this occurs is probably, you know, unless you're in Squid Game. Uh, and I think, and I think even what? they actually, let them use the bathroom. Actually. Oh, there was bathrooms. That's a good game. I was about to. Yeah, I think I think once the girl asked, spoilers, the uh, the I think there's a bathroom in Squid Game. <laughs> no one shit themselves. Yeah, but they only ever I didn't used say that. that to fuck. <laughs> I didn't say no one shit themselves. Nobody peed in Squid Games. Nobody pooped in Squid Games. They only use the bathrooms to fuck. <laughs> fuck. It's so crazy to me. Yeah. If I was uh, about to die, I'd be like next level shitting all the time. <laughs> Like, we're about to start a game, like, can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> yeah, how those people are just, like, shitting their pants all the time on the show. is <laughs> like, just watching people just get brutally, um, no spoilers. Um, murdered. Murdered. Yeah, um, truth. Like, those guys have the best adult diapers in the world, for oh, sure. Yeah. Well, you know that old dude. <laughs> that guy's depends up. <laughs> yeah, why don't they ever make, like, everyone talks about realism, but, like... Yeah, where's anyone masturbating in that room? Four days? Come on. No, none of them? Come on. Not nearly enough women in that show. But I'd be fucking. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, you think that, 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 that that's... Um, well, I mean, I guess the heightened... Uh, after a couple of games, yeah, you'd want to like start fucking for Dude. sure. The real, like, you just lived, and then you're on, like, this euphoric yeah, high of life, and you're like, well, I was, and... was going to say something, but then I remembered that, like, pretty intense and believable sex scene from Enemy at the Gates, um, although that hand job is totally not believable, um, but the sex scene is, because they're, like, in that heightened war, like, you know, so that oh, yeah. you came mind, and yeah, 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 that totally yeah, makes be, sense. Yeah, doing yeah, tug yeah. of war yeah, yeah. with a boner. Yes. Yeah. With their mouth. No, no, during the tug of war scene, oh. like I'd be fully erect, like this is it, or I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> remind me never to stand in front of you. Well, you know, it's remind not a life or death tug play, of war game. Remind me not to go to camps. That they didn't have really tug get to. The, they didn't, I mean, this isn't just like regular tug of war. Like I'm not like you guys want to pull a string and then I'll get hurt. Like what the fuck? Like, I, don't, I don't trust you, Bobby. I don't know. I don't know if this is your fetish or whatever. I mean, <laughs> you were barely well, trying to hide it. <laughs> I have rope. Let's find out. No, we'll be careful. You lost David Carradine that way. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in power, King. <laughs> well, Brett, in uh, oh, in your shit. time of all your all your uh, experience in the industry, I assume you've been to a couple beer fests. Yes, a few. Nodding, okay. they can't hear. Yes, a couple. <laughs> I know. I know. I got to get used to that. We have, we haven't added video yet. Yeah. Sorry, it's, it's our next thing. <laughs> um, any uh, any great beer fest creature stories you got? Oh man, um, <laughs> I mean, there's a there's a lot. It got, oh yeah, there's a lot. I mean, just start just one bite at a time. A beer fest is like a buffet of beer fest creature stories. Like you can mm -hmm. just fill your plate with as many as you want, but you'll yeah. forget at the end of what you consumed. You're like, wait, did everybody just top each other? I forgot what the first beer fest creature was, and then now you just have this one that you're like, I'll never forget that. It's etched into my brain. I, I, yeah, I, don't, I mean, I think one of the like crazier beer like beer fest stories is um, actually after I had already left Wilderness, and I was helping out my buddy from Belching Beaver, 
pouring at his pouring at his booth for Canfest, and uh, the, the dude the liquor board was hard on the like everybody there, like was making sure like the people weren't drinking while pouring and like doing all this other stuff. And he had went and traded beers with another brewery, which was, I guess, a, a violation. Which is crazy. Didn't even know that was a thing. But he took, like, a six-pack of beer over to another brewery, and they gave him a six-pack of beer. And then, like, he had gotten a fine for, like, $1,000. It's an expensive six-pack. Jesus yes. Christ. Did the other brewery get a fine? Yes, they both got fines. Jeez, that's which were both back. which were both <laughs> out of state breweries that had no idea that was even a thing. What an absurd thing! Like, so he was trying to sit there and explain to him. He's like, "I didn't know that wasn't a thing." Like, yeah, just, I'll go give it back. It was like thirty minutes before like the final close, mm-hmm. and he was just like, "Oh, we're just trained beers. Like, we're not drinking them." And the guy was just like, "Nope, it's a fine," and just wrote the ticket and gave it to him. And he's like, "I have to pay my salary somehow." <laughs> It, it, like, that was probably the most insane thing as far as, like, just, like, liquor board that I've seen. Because I know they're usually pretty heavy, but I never really had big run-ins with them. I don't know, Alex, did, did you really have any big run-ins with, like, the liquor board at festivals? Or No, I would agree that the liquor board itself is a beer fest creature, no yeah. doubt. And, yes. uh, yeah, I mean, I've... Here's the deal. Um, as people may know, I'm not the biggest fan of... The police, as an institution, um, individual humans are fine, um, and I also don't like rules. So you know, probably those are related somehow. Um, <laughs> but I also know how to behave myself like an adult. I mean, I don't, but I know how to in theory. Yeah. So um, I do when I'm working. I try to stay above board, and you know, I've been out of pocket a handful of times, and. Anytime, like, so I guess the one thing that comes to mind for me specifically is, like, usually I'm, I'm able to talk to somebody and reason with them because I can be calm. I'm also a large man, and that probably helps, but I can also remain calm and try to talk logically to people. And usually it's either like, hey, this was a misunderstanding and we're done, or it's like, um, you're wrong, and let me explain to you why. And then we get a third party to somehow co-sign it because that matters. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> there is this um, Westworld has hosted, um, and I don't know which one specifically. And if I did, I would fucking shit on it because you know I love to. But it was like one of the first ones they did out at Westworld, and um, they had like these big white tents all laid up uh, down the row, and they just it was kind of nice because you just pulled up, you loaded up your beer, put up a sign, and then just you know, you had this like endless line all night long and um, they kept trying to pop people for like not taking tickets. And, um, but the tickets were like, you had to like reach across and like punch someone's um, necklace. Yeah. So it's not like, you don't collect anything. It's not a subtle gesture is what I'm getting at here. (sighs) Good out. When it, so, um, that was a lot and, of noises there. And well, you know, it's uh, there's a lot going on, <laughs> as you may be aware. So, um, uh, and Rob from the Brewers Guild had given us a heads up. He's like, these guys, are, you know, this is going to be something they're paying attention to. It's you know, it's the new rule they've learned. So, and, and a lot of it's just security guards. But I've got a security guard and a cop, 
and they're just like, you need to keep taking tickets and, and I'll, or punt or doing whatever. And I'm like, I have every single one without fail. Yeah. And they're like, not that last one. And I was like, that last one too. And this happens about six more fucking times. So when they try to, I would love to see them and like so find me and be like, after so six, what is it? He said, she said, he rolls up on me and you said I didn't, he rolls up on me a six time and he's like, dude. And I was like, dude, where's your fucking supervisor? And he's like, oh, he's on the other side of the thing. I was like, where on the other side of the thing? And he's like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, cool. I'll be right back. You, can you watch my booth? Sure thing. I was like, I'll be back. And collect tickets. So I walk all the way back. I'm, I find it. I'm like, hey, is the, the the police supervisor over here? And he's like, oh, it's me. I'm like, yeah. So I got one of your guys at my fucking dick over here. And I just kind of explained to him. I was like, I have not missed. I was like, also, after being harassed twice, why would I continue to fucking deal with this shit? I was like, I know the rules. I'm part of the guild that knows the rules that, you know, in, show, informed your guys how this works. And, and it was just insanity. And so uh, that guy came over, talked to that dude. He left. He hung out for like half an hour, was like, oh, we're fine here. And he left. And the rest of the festival was awesome. And um, as far as like that particular, you know, beast of the fest, um, that's really my only super negative run in. You know, I had another <clears throat> one at Real Wild and Woody where. I could have acted with a little more class for certain. <laughs> However, I was correct and I wanted to rub it in their face. And I probably shouldn't have done that, but it was awesome. In any case. Um, so you're just going to leave I don't, on a cliffhanger and not tell us what happened? No, what, what happened was is I was serving near the end of beer time. And so security comes over and they're like, hey, um, uh, last call or whatever and I'm like alright cool and the guy's like oh can I get any and I was like yeah I'm gonna serve until and I point to the last guy in line it's like six people and I'm like and then I'm done cause like there's a huge arena that's how last call works well it's also like they all the security came out they started telling breweries I'm one of the th- like third brewery they've told they've now gotta go inform another hundred breweries yeah. across the entire so I'm like you got pro- time I can probably serve these six dudes and get out of here and that's the thing. It's like, I don't want to serve past time. I want to pack up and get the fuck out. I'm tired. I've been here all day. And so, and I've also got um, uh, a hogshead, uh, which is like a giant cask. And everyone in line's drinking it. And I've got maybe a gallon left. Let me pour the rest of these drinks. Like, yeah. And so he comes up and he's like, no, you need to stop pouring now. And my brewers look at me and I'm like, no, keep pouring. And this is the... the the Serpico uh, Renicop. And uh, he's like, I said, and he puts his hand on my fucking cask. He's like, I said to stop now. And I fucking didn't shove him, but I put my arm on his shoulder and I like peeled him off my cask and kind of like stepped him back. And I was like, okay, either you go get someone who's actually got authority to come tell me to stop pouring these people in line because you still haven't even informed that brewery that I can see right there that it's last call to just finish serving my line or you can fuck off. And he went and got the cop. He went and fucked out. <laughs> he went, no, he went and got a cop because he's a fucking bitch. Uh, he went and got the cop and the cop comes over and he's like, Hey, we have a problem here. I was like, absolutely not. And like, I'm packing up at this point. I've served those people, <laughs> right? Like I just don't know what the fuck the th- dude thought was going on. But again, I was, I knew I was in the right. And I, I was being a real fucking cunt about it. And, uh, Again, I probably could have handled it with some more class on that one, 
per se. Well, well, beer festivals are long days, which a lot of people don't know. I yeah, mean, for I, sure. It's a it's a long day. It doesn't start even when you get to the beer festival. Like you're usually spending hours beforehand at the brewery, like making sure you got all your stuff, the night sure before, you got all the cakes. like night be- like couple nights before, yeah. like just making sure you got all this stuff and. Like, it's just a long, even if it's just one day over the weekend, it's a long weekend. Like yeah. It's a lot of work that goes into it, especially when you're running the booth. Like, a lot of people don't really understand that. Yeah, and and um, that that particular part, necessary evil, I guess, I guess, of beer festivals. And I, and I mean, here's the thing, like, I'm a very well-behaved citizen, and, and ultimately I don't really have a, a gigantic problem with people especially cops like being there as a presence to make sure people don't get fucking rowdy because people see cops and they're like, well, I need to probably be on my best behavior and and shit like that. But like at the same time, like it just, it, it creates an ability for things to go sideways. And then there's this, like you said, this fundamental misunderstanding between the consumers who don't understand that we've been here since 10 AM already. We're not drinking. In fact, the cops that are here to make sure that you don't act like an asshole are also here to make sure I don't have a good time, which is fine and how it's supposed to be. Yeah. And uh, But it's like, I'm sober after like a six, eight, ten hour work day dealing with the drunkest people on the planet. And it's like, it sometimes it's, uh, it's just a recipe for nonsense. And uh, it happens. And uh, again, that's why maybe it's a necessary evil. I don't know. I don't run enough beer festivals to, to know. I just I just know what I like and what I don't. Yeah. And, uh, what a lighter-hearted yeah, beer yeah, fest yeah, creature yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just, <laughs> I was just kind of wrapping up my my, my thought is, is is a total, but yes. Uh, uh, but I, there, I, 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 I have let's another. Let's talk one. about some shit shows. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, Dude, I have another. Let's one. hear it. Um, so we went and poured at uh, in Vegas at the the what the heck's the name of the hotel? Can't even think of it now, but. Monte Carlo. Uh, no, it's like the the one on the south side, the Man Mandalorian. Man, no, not Mandalorian. <laughs> That's what I was thinking uh, in my head, though. The I've already. I don't know. It's on the south side, but uh, so we were there for a festival, and it was like I mean, there was some. You pass me on the beer. There was some big name people there. Appreciate I mean, there was like Firestone Walker was there. Um, Garrett Oliver from uh, Brooklyn was there. Like there was some great breweries pouring at this thing. And it was like on the beach, on their like beach area, like for their wave pool. It oh, was the, super coolly set up. Oh, the the uh, the Mandalay Bay. Mandalay Bay. Fest? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, How yeah. can we not think about? I know. I lived in Vegas for a year. That's ridiculous. But that's not Mandalay us. Bay. Yeah, my brain. My brain's not what it used to be ten years ago. Right. <laughs> All these beer fests. I know. Too many. <laughs> so we were set up like literally right by um, Lagunitas. Oh. These guys are freaking out of control. <laughs> Lagunitas out of control? Yeah. I don't know. So we're, we're set know. up. And we and get how a, long we, ago was this? This would have been, geez, seven, eight years ago now. Okay. Yeah, this was before their big boom and mm-hmm. moving to Chicago so and doing all this stuff. especially fun guys. Yeah, there. so that, yeah, it's all like... Pre-skunk train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still yeah, cool. Yeah. 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 So like we, we get all set up and then we go to the bar. We're just chilling. No rules in Vegas. I mean, it's Vegas. You can yeah. do whatever. You no, can do whatever the hell you want. You have a ticket to go in there. There's no punching tickets. There's nothing. You just pour beer yep. until people are full and Dude, and want to leave. At a beer yeah. festival in Vegas, like straight up Ellis Island Brewery, they uh, <clears throat> they're a casino brewery in Vegas. They, I, I asked them. They literally will just like stop at like 
Vons on the way to the beer festival, find whatever liquor's on sale, buy two bottles, bring it to the beer yep. festival, and then if you roll certain dice combinations, they just pour you a shot. That is how fucking unhinged Vegas is. Yeah, it's amazing. It's cool. I don't know. You can, cool because it's the same thing. Cali's no no tickets in in California for yeah. beer fest. Yeah, but you can't buy a bottle of liquor at the store and then pour it at the festival. Yeah, the festival. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally, like they're just yeah, they don't care. Yeah, they're just, just like uh, as long as uh, Alex, everyone you got distribution in in uh, Nevada. Yes. Next, yes. let me know next time. I'll uh, yeah, I'll volunteer. Oh, you have to go to you have to. Go there to there was actually supposed spend. to be one this weekend, but they uh, they canceled it for the year. So there's so there's three big ones: Motley Brews, which we actually just did last month. The one that was supposed to be this weekend, which got canceled, and then Boulder City Beer Fest isn't Vegas, but it's still tight as fuck because yeah, Boulder's yeah, yeah. awesome. Boulder's super cool. Boulder's super cool. Dude, and Do you Boulder, remember the name of the beer fest? I'd to? have to look it up. Okay. I don't remember it. Oh, the one you it, it, was, to, it was specifically because the girl named Sarah was he, like the food and beverage director there, the, and she put I, it I on. I thought it was like the Mandalay Invitational or something like that. Like, it was, I, th- yeah, I it think was, that's it what was they pretty call it. straightforward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember but, it because I was not invited, and I was so mad. You were. I was so upset. You were so I, upset. Was so <laughs> upset. <laughs> I was so I, upset. I was so upset. I actually, I teared up a little bit when I told him that we got invited, and then he didn't. Because I was it, like, how dare you? Grand we Canyon, Arizona we were, Wilderness, these are synonymous. I know. Yeah. We, yeah. We, were, <laughs> we were distributing there. He already was. You already were distributing in Vegas, weren't you? Yes, sir, I was. Yeah. So we weren't even distributing there, but... Yeah, I was like, the only Arizona brewery distributing in Vegas, not invited. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. cool. So cool. a little butthurt on that end. <laughs> but hey. So, uh, like, Alex, I got some news on. for you. Chill for me, not so chill for you. <laughs> hey, we'd love you to come out. Whatever. Yeah, it's like, we actually need someone to pour while we go. <laughs> while we go fuck off and play cards, man. <laughs> you know the laws. You you have certification there to pour. Uh, we, we need you. Right. That would have been the most power, like the best power play ever. Oh, dude, absolutely would have been incredible. I, I think yeah, Alex. Still, I, think, Grand I think Alex still would have came. Pour. I, I, might I think have. He, I think he would have came with. Yeah, I think I might have. <laughs> and he would have. I'm telling you, he would have found someone and paid him off to, to pour for him. Yeah. I've been like, hey, have you heard of Arizona He's Wilderness? like, I know how... Uh, they were uh, best new brewery in the world, according to a website. Do you want to pour for them? Thank yeah, you. he knows how to delegate. Yes. For sure. Oh, sorry. An app. An app. An app. Not an app. Yeah. Oh, no, it's both. Like an app. It's both. Yeah, okay. It's both. It was yeah. a website and an app. At the same time? Oh, actually, the app came after. Yeah, oh, did it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's never... But anyways. Uh, yeah, beer rating apps and websites have never really been my thing. Um, no. I feel bad I bogarted just totally derailed your beer. No, it's fine. (laughs) I like it. This is how most conversations with me and Alex go anyway. So this is like just right at home. Uh, So you're at the beer fest. So we're at the beer fest and the guys from Lagunitas. uh, So we got all set up. We went back into the hotel and there was just some guys sitting along the wall in the hallway by our room. Like, hey, what's up, guys? Like, oh, yeah, we're just pouring at this fest. I was like, oh, who you work for? Oh, Lagunitas. You want some shrooms? And I was like, I got six hours of pouring ahead of me. I probably shouldn't be taking shrooms. Six hours of like, so pouring. they were already pouring? They had already been they, pouring. We, no, we were just getting started. We already set up. Got it. And okay. then we were going back down. It was only six hours because it started at like 6 okay. p.m. And went till it's midnight. It's like a later beer fest. Yeah, it, was, it, it got dark. It was super cool. It was like really, it was yeah, really Yeah, because well it, it was all like lit up right there in the plaza, right? Yeah, it was on the beach, and they had yeah, like yeah, lights they, everywhere. Yeah, they, 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 that and it was beach. like you literally were on the, the yeah, beach. Yeah, the pictures of it looked in, badass. It literally looked like it really did look like if Miami had a, a beach beer festival, 
Yes. Like, it really looked like that. Like, I remember seeing those pictures and being like, holy shit, that looks so fucking rad. Yeah, your, your like, sign, your brewery sign was, like, like this surfboard cutout. Oh, like, the life-size surfboard cutout. Yeah. Like, it was, yeah, it was well done. Sarah did such a good job. Yeah, that was, it's a shame that they didn't continue to do that, invitational or otherwise, because that was, regardless of not getting invited, uh... <laughs> Uh, no, it was it was it was a well done festival nine, that looked really incredible. Nine so. years later, Alex still butthurt on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I honestly, I think over, I only like, did it an elephant never forgets. Sarah. I think he only did it two years because after that, Sarah left for like she went to work in Oregon for some brewery, I think. But well, I, so I, I think know, I don't think after they did all it that, after I'd that, imagine but, so. I yeah, hope so. So, but anyways, these guys were like. Doing shrooms. I was like, ah, cool. You know, I think we're right next to you guys. We'll see you guys down there. You not take any mushrooms? No. Oh, I'm going to do mushrooms next time I do a beer fest. There you go. I, I, even I'm right. convinced it, by it, your story. Even right. weed puts I haven't, heard, I haven't even heard how it ends, and I'm, I've already said I'm going to You've do convinced it. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One like, and I'll burn all of Tokyo yeah. down tonight. <laughs> all right, I'm in. So we get down to the beer fest. So like, we're having a good time. And those guys are super fun, you know, and... So we get done and it's, yeah, it was like 1230 after we kind of got everything done. And then like, there's so many helpers, like just so many people like helping out. They're like, oh, you can go up to the terrace and we'll just bring whatever beer you have left over. We're just going to bring it up there. We're just going to all pour beer for everybody, all the brewers and all the people that came out. Well, this sounds like a great idea. That sounds amazing. So it was like Mm -hmm. after the thing. So we're up there and like, um, you know, Garrett and uh, Matt. And all those guys are up there, so we're just hanging out with them. The Loganitas guys come up, stoned out of their minds, and there's it, there's like a big bar up top, and there's like a like pool that's maybe like six feet wide by maybe forty feet long. This brewer just strips <laughs> down to his underwear, and he's just like wading into that. You need to be closer, Jim. Okay, sorry. This flat part is what picks up the sound. So he's just like wading into this water. And everybody's just looking at him like, what is going on, dude? Like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just having a good time, man. So he's like totally just killing the... Is this a pool to swim in? Yeah, it's like a a wading pool like right next to the bar. I don't know like why it's (laughs) even there. But I was like, there's a whole beach and a pool like down below. And you're in your underwear. And he's just in his underwear. He's like, I'm just having a good time, dude. I'm just having and a good I was like, time, All right, cool, enjoying man. my Need last a beer, and he's like, nah, I'm shift. good. And then he sat there for 45 minutes, just standing in this pool in his underwear, looking up at all of us. That's too beers. many mushrooms. I think they had a little too much fun, <laughs> but I, I can. I, I mean, good on them, man. Like, if you go to Vegas, you have fun. Yeah, yeah have yeah. a good time. That's, uh, I, I would say that was probably the craziest. That like probably the craziest festival I've been to, just in. We need in terms of like how many creating beer fests, how many people showed up for it, and like the level of people that showed up, like we're all about just having fun. Yeah, I can't so imagine it's that hard to figure out like the legal and the rentals and everything you need to make a beer fest. So I think with the it's a lot. It's, it's a ha- lot, but I think it's, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's definitely it's, doable. It's having the property, having the liability insurance. Like you, you're talking about good money, and then like the way they did it, I don't even want to know what they spent on that. Because they paid us. They paid us to be there. They bought which the Which is not very many festivals. Unless yeah. it's changed these days. It, I think it's leaning, uh, that, it's it, leaning that way. It, it's, 
it's starting to maneuver that way. Uh, out of the last three I've done, two I've received checks for, which is delightful. And because the one of the other things that I think a lot of uh, you know consumers definitely don't know, but uh, even you know retailers and maybe even most people involved in festivals don't understand is that like we don't usually get paid to be there. Mm-hmm. We labor's free, products free, like yeah, advertising, marketing. Yeah, I mean, it used to be they were like, oh, well, it's called a donation, you know, and they're like, yeah, well, we donate yeah. to other things though. Yeah, you know, yeah. how about I donate to keeping my tap room open? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, 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 big deal. Yeah, then you're and you're donating choice fucking cherry kegs. And I and I honestly, I think that was the first one we really ever like got paid to go to. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, like, so I, 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 because I got tired of hearing, like, oh, it's great for exposure from every asshole that had a spare parking lot and an extra weekend that wanted to fucking make money on our backs. Uh, I kept hearing, like, oh, it's for exposure. How the fuck do you quantify that? Because I can quantify, and I did, the math. Uh, it's probably bad. But um, it, on average, costs my company $1,500 to $2,000 to show up to a festival for labor, travel, lodging pouring the whole nine and then there's additional labor either on the clock uh later or them working more whether it's celery or not like you know cleaning 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 you you don't want to let beer sit in a jockey box after the festival so it's not like yeah you see everyone packing up the jockey box and getting out of there but then wherever it gets back to like someone's got to stop and clean that like Mm -hmm. someone's got to stop and push beer out of those lines with a fucking garden hose if you got to like and it's just a lot, right? Yeah. And I I rallied hard with the guild and otherwise against festivals I thought were predatory and shitty and not worthy of the time that we put in because there's hundreds of festivals that, well, I mean, 2019 and pre, there's just always something to be a part of, always something to be salty you didn't get invited to, always something going on. And you almost feel like you have to do all of it to like keep this like awareness and this exposure quantifiable or not. And then, you know, you want to stay in the minds of people like successful brands, like live in everyone's mind. Like whether you drink soda or not, you know what Coca-Cola is, right? So it's, it's kind of that approach and the, the biggest of us are so far ahead. So you like you, it's almost as like trying to keep up with the Joneses. And, and I felt like, especially like 20, 14 to 19 like just got worse and worse and worse oh really yeah that, just everyone I mean, being like oh I'm... hey come here and then it became more about charity and then like cool but then like you're constantly saying no to charities so like we had to build like a whole like these are our top five priorities in charity and if you're not like education you know pet rescue uh first responder military veteran like we just don't even do it because even amongst the five categories we do, we still have to say no to people, right? Well, yeah. It makes sense that uh, <clears throat> the one that Mandalay Bay pays because not only they, even if they throw the most amazing beer fest, pay you pay for the beer, yeah, do an amazing time and break dead even, which would they'd have to spend a ton of money to be dead even. Oh yeah, they just got a shitload of people to show up to their hotel. Oh and yeah, all of a sudden there you go. I did this amazing beer fest. Let's go to Vegas. I'm definitely booking a hotel. Yeah, because everything came with, it was a package deal. Like, you had the tickets, you got the hotel room, everything was a package. You yeah. Didn't, you couldn't stay at another hotel. 
Oh so, yeah, I mean, was, I've done Lake, all on deal. I've done Lake Las Vegas out in Henderson, um, which is a beautiful festival. And I've also went back there and rented rooms, and like taken my wife out for her birthday because it's amazing, and not because I was out working at a beer festival. Right, like it's something you like want to go back to. I mean, I also use the beer festival sometimes to take her to. Vegas for her birthday, but also she went to high school there, so she's not like impressed by it or anything. So yeah. it works out for me. <laughs> so uh, I'm assuming you got a great answer to this, and I may just be hopeful. But I've uh, I've been to your the brewery that you used to own, and uh, uh, did you enough. ever go to trophies? No, I never went to trophies, but I heard the place do. Uh, <laughs> dude, we used to party hard there. Yes, sir. <laughs> that place what's, was fun. What's the uh, what's the craziest thing you ever done while working, dude? Tro- so trophies was so much fun because like that's where I got into craft beer, right? Okay, we started. It was like a like a big game, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. restaurant, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so my dad had my dad's a big game hunter and had some, like a bunch of his animals out or like around. It was like it was look like, at these, look at my slain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very old school Viking style of him. Yes, I, I, I love your dad. I'm just being silly. I I love it. He'd yeah. he'd laugh at that same thing. That's what he. Well, thinks. he's obviously a fan and listens to the podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, driving on his tractor in South Dakota yeah. right now, just like oh, I can't wait he's until got this his, comes he's out. Got his AirPods in, <laughs> jamming out on his Bluetooth. Yeah, I can see it. So yeah, trophies was like it. It kind of just kind of morphed into this just craft beer i wanted to do it kind of place man and it was super like, fun hey can you drink five union jackson in the afternoon and get all your work done we're gonna figure it out i sure could <laughs> um it, yeah we st- started with eight taps went to 12 then went to 18 and just kind of kept this like just i i was trying to get as much craft beer as possible and that's literally where i met alex met all the grand candy guys um that's where I became big fans of like Firestone Walker, uh, and then like the local scene was so different back then. Mm-hmm. There was so few breweries to get oh, beer yeah. from. It was like less than forty. Yeah. It, How it, long ago was this? Uh, so that was shoot. That started back in like uh, late twenty two thousands. So like oh eight. Okay. Oh eight oh nine. Oh even it, earlier. It, than if that. it would have been back then, there would have been less than twenty. Because yeah. when we opened in two thousand seven, we were the eleventh brewery in Arizona. Yeah. No, that's when it started because I remember meeting Jeremy. Jeremy was the yeah. first dude I met from Grand Canyon. Canyon. Insane how in twenty years short of time. <laughs> how many? Like, what do you think? There's actually a three year period. Two thousand breweries in the nation. Then now there's like seven thousand. There's a three to five year period where eighty percent of breweries that exist in Arizona opened. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, eighty percent of breweries in Arizona are all like a certain age range within three to five years. I, when it was like three to five years, I remember that being the case. But I think it's more like there's a bunch of breweries that are like six to nine years old right now that are like eighty percent of breweries out there. Mm-hmm. Right now. Like Prison Hill, Dark Sky, like all those guys opened up, like Rent House. It's like it was this renaissance of. You know, maybe just a bunch of craft beer fans that kept seeing people shit on Arizona beer is a is a sum total. Like wanted to like, well, let's open up enough breweries and figure it out. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you didn't have a lot to a lot to choose from that tap. No, list. absolutely not. So we were getting stuff from like you know, Odell was a big big oh, uh, yeah, brewery back then. Jr. was huge for us, um, and 
you know, like we, we were trying to do as much as possible. You know, like Jeremy came in from when he was like, is he? I don't know if he's still with Grand Canyon anymore. Uh, but no, uh, Jeremy, uh, he lives in Williams with Grand Canyon is. So he's not with Grand Canyon as a company. He has his own company now. Yeah. Uh, local plug, uh, Peasley Inc. Uh, does like he does. So we have a pretty hot apparel game, uh, backpat, but like we straight up do. Uh, our shirts are sick. Like we have all this like cool, like Jeremy makes oh like, so Jeremy's doing a lot of, of that he, stuff. Well, though? he That's does awesome. he does all the screen printing. He does he, lasering for like all of our m- mugs and cups and stuff like that. He uh, has like leather patch hats, um, like all the different crazy hats and shirts. Mm-hmm. And he's actually going to be uh, next weekend at the um, uh, what is it beer. The B three festival out at Salt River Field, mm, yeah. uh, beers, beers, brews, and bites or something, like that. whatever the fuck yeah. that is. Yeah, he, he's actually going to be out there selling a bunch of fucking Grand Canyon gear. Nice, um, but yeah, so he does all that now, and he, he does like Grand Canyon and Arizona, and I think he does some like historic stuff and some other brewery stuff. But yeah, so that's what he's getting up to these days. Uh, he uh, he branched out. That's shady thing. shit. That's that's awesome. We, we, we were just catching up on. Oh, <laughs> I know Jeremy you guys. Are, you, I know we could go you guys all are day. Up. But uh, no, I, I love it because Jeremy was awesome. Like he was. And, I want to hear and, some hood rat shit. And as soon as I met him, I was like, absolutely, we'll bring your beer in, man. And then my dad fell in love with the brand because it's so much like his style, and and then hood we rats. just always had it on, man. Like we always just like it just became like. You know, Amber was always on, and like Iron. uh, We still sell so much of that fucking beer. I know it's wild. It's a dying category, and I'm just like, and we're up for the year (laughs) for ten years now. That's crazy, dude. It's 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 wild. But Bobby's getting antsy to hear some hood rat (laughs) shit. (laughs) What? What kind of hood rat shit? Mics that are dead. (laughs) What kind of hood rat shit you actually want to hear? Well, some hood. You th- tell me the hood. Bobby, we ask him the I'll question. I think some he forgot shit that I've done. Then you tell me some. Well, you know, right, t- tell us about some shady shit you done on the clock. Shady shit. I mean, some shady shit I done on the clock. I probably shouldn't have done accounting while I was drinking. Sometimes, <laughs> especially having dyslexia, that does not help the cause. <laughs> oh, I, I thought it would have like one of those like magnet effects where like the opposite makes it work or something. I don't know. No, it did Science. not. It one hundred percent did not. I, had to, I woke up the next morning, had to redo everything. Um, I, like when we first opened, I got super drunk at the bar because I was so just yeah. excited about just having the brewery finally open because we were so broke. Dude, was uh, did you ever have the like that like like sit up out of bed anxiety of like someone's gonna come into the place and it's just gonna be trash and I think I did a good job but I was hammered so. Cause that's every Monday. Cause I have a beer at the end of the word. That was every like, <laughs> every night. Yeah, literally. It's like I, I think I'm like oh, I fucked it all up. There's so, no. I don't even think I locked the doors. Lights are on. <laughs> doors are unlocked. Like signs are out. Like I I didn't do anything. I just walked out and then I drive by. I'm like oh, it looks good. <laughs> you drive back by. Like, yeah. Okay. So, looks good. so I got. I was like it was like friends and family night. And I got super shitty. I, I was just, I was too excited, man. Hell yeah. So I was like showing some of my friends, like, I was like, oh, like getting in the walk-in cooler. It was like, oh, here's our serving tanks. And I'd forgot. drink right off. No, I forgot which ones actually had beer in it. And I was like, they were asking about like how to carbonate and stuff. I was like, oh, here's like the carbonation stone. And I <gasps> popped it off the tank. It was one of the full ones. No. Yeah. Dang. Yep. <laughs> beer goes everywhere. <laughs> I don't know how I got that back on. 
you got it back on. Stupid, yes, yeah, stupid drunk pressure. strength. Yeah, like, but I got it uh, back on with I, this out can't, leaking. This can't not go back on. It has to go back yeah. on right now. <laughs> no, right I now. was like, oh my god, I have to get this back on. Dude, I was, and uh, I just I like shoved it in and just like clamped what you clamped could. it down as best I could. Clamps. Uh, I don't I don't know how I actually got that back on. My friends, my two friends, were so soaked with beer. <laughs> I, I we were just all you. soaked with beer. I was like, I like, this is actually part of the tour. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I was like, so embarrassed. Splash zone. I didn't talk to him for a, like a week and a half. I was like, oh my god. And Eric and Susie, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. Still, but I, I always made it a point every time they came in there on after to always buy at least buy him a beer every time I saw him. I was so Hell embarrassed, yeah. man. How big were those tanks? Five barrels. That was a that was an eight. That's a lot of beer. Uh, there were yeah, there was like six and a half barrels in it. I, I don't know. I don't know how yeah, I got it back on because like, I mean, when that little hole with all that pressure, well, I dude, don't know. Uh, what they, I... they bought the ever size changing brew gear. Yeah. originally. <laughs> uh, yes, we did. It's a ten. I guess it's an eight. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's from China. It's whatever size they say it is. Yeah. And then you put liquid in it. You're like, that's not what it's supposed to have in there. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> God damn metric system. Yeah. Your four brewers. There's eight barrels in a six barrel tank. Good luck dry hopping, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, truly, that's what our system was, though. It was oh, a I, well, put together piece of shit. The, started, man, no lies. The day, well, I remember um, the guy. The the first time you guys like had a crazy disaster there, we were headed up for the uh, presidential stout collab, and one of your tanks like exploded in the fucking dining room. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, he was uh, Rogers was dry hopping. Yeah, 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 yeah. <gasps> Oh, he, oh, he, no. put, he put it in yeah. too fast and it explosions. literally blew all over the place. I need yeah. to talk to him Do about you remember? This. So we're like, literally the turning tanks. the corner. Yep. We're turning the corner from yeah. Flagstaff to Williams. Like, we're committed to brewing this beer today. Yep. And uh, I just hear him on the phone, like, uh huh. I just like the faces, like just the, the the scrambling with the three of them, and I'm just like, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. No, it was only me and me and Buford. Oh yeah, yeah. Where was where was in there in the woods somewhere? Yeah. Um. But yeah. So uh, yeah. Fucking <laughs> Rogers hop explosions. One of these fucking tiny tanks. <laughs> and we're like, I was like, I'm not turning around. <laughs> like yeah. we're, we're we're like, there's nothing you can do. We're gonna go brew this beer. It's gonna be fun. He's in the car with you. Yeah, yeah, me, me, and Beaver were both it's in the when, car. It's then. when we it's, <laughs> and you're and you're hearing what's happening. Yeah, I was hearing what's happening, and then I called Rogers. I was like, "Just buy whoever got hit with beer. Buy them beer. whatever the yeah. hell they want." Yeah. Well, probably not beer. Probably. <laughs> yeah, they might have had <laughs> enough beer at that point in time. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe some to go. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was. Uh, that but, was probably our first big disaster. For the listeners there. who have not seen this, it's uh, uncarbonated, like mostly fermented beer in a giant tank that you're adding dry hops to. And there's um, it's like, like sugar dormant beer. Celsius, or yeah. uh, uh, there's dormant um, carbon uh, carbonation in this beer just from fermentation. That as these hops hit, if you don't do it slow enough or fast enough and just cap this thing, <clears throat> it's a volcano. And you would be like, it doesn't make sense watching these videos. It doesn't make sense. How does this beer just keep flowing out of the top of uh-huh. a tank by hundreds of gallons? As it goes, you're like, it should be stopping and just. Never does. going. It yeah. doesn't. It literally. It like. I need to talk to scientists about this because it just doesn't make sense. Like, uh-uh. This there's more liquid in this vessel than has ever become. Well, well it's it, even it, crazier it, is watching wine vessels do it. Yeah, that's wild. Oh, I've never seen that, dude. It, it they're bigger and it go like it looks even more high pressure and it's definitely for longer. 
<laughs> it's uh, it's the whole tank. Well, they, the funny thing is, you got to remember, we were broke, so our mm-hmm. tanks were not lightly filled. Oh yeah, they were fully filled. <laughs> Listen, we, we need to squeeze <laughs> every drop out of this. Yep. We need to get this moving. So yeah, we like it was probably just overfilled in the yep. first place, and then just. <laughs> You know, Chris being Chris, man, he's just like, oh, yeah, I'll draft. There's no problem. I've done this four or five times already. (laughs) It's not going to be a big deal. He wasn't a brewer before. No, no, no. He was was a bartender when he he started off and then started brewing. Then he started, yeah, he started doing cellar work. And that was, what, three weeks into like his actual like cellaring job Mm -hmm. as like. Like the Lord. second brewer of Lord Arizona Wilderness. Just like. Oh, he felt so him. bad, dude. He felt so. And I felt bad for him, too. I was like, yeah, it is what it is, though. Like, it's not nothing you could do about it. No, after and that it was guy was like. I felt worse for him because he was just like so upset about it. I was like, what are you going to do, man? Oh, that, I mean, that guy literally, you give him a thousand things he needs to do in a job. And you're like, you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to do this. He does them all. No yeah. question. Never complains. Yeah. Always nice. Smile. Works hard. Like, fuck you, Chris. Have a flaw. Yeah. He's also giant, <laughs> handsome, giant beard. Like, fuck you. I have to work on Sundays after you, and uh, everybody likes you more than me. Yeah. What the fuck? Everybody likes you more than yeah. me. And they're like, oh, fucking Hey, Bobby. Bobby. Hey, yeah. Bobby, where's Chris? Yeah, yeah literally all the time. People, meet, Chris. people <laughs> meet Chris Saturday night. They come back Sunday, and they're like, who's this fucking schmuck? Yeah. Like, and I, the regular's like, it's Bobby. It's, it's, I know. It's, it's not Chris, but he's fine. Oh, my God. He's so short. <laughs> <laughs> How drunk was I? <laughs> I thought his beard was longer. Yeah. <laughs> Chris is a handsome fucking man. Uh, uh, shout out to Chris Rogers. He's a, he's a OG. Yeah. No, no. Uh, that, yeah that, he's, def- he's definitely one of my favorite dudes, man. He's, like, a, he's an he's amazing so cool. I rarely get to see the guy, and I'm very upset about that. But I every love, time I see him, I, I, get to I just see him love all the time him. these days, and I'm so happy about it. Like, I'd love to see once him. Once he started working at Chuba, I was like, I'm so fucking happy I get to see you so much. I'm so jealous of both of you guys. Because, <laughs> yes, he is handsome, and I do like looking at him, so. Yeah, but he's always got these other like ladies always staring at his handsome face, and then so I just like bitches share whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just got Alex over there drooling over him. It's like, oh yeah, Ooh. one more Montucky sexy, <laughs> one more Montucky, and I'm gonna come over to this bar. <laughs> uh, so out of all your time at trophies, uh, you have any cool kickout stories? So it was more like restaurant than like bar, right? But you had a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was definitely a restaurant first, and then a bar after. Mm-hmm. Like most of it, most of our bar people, we usually cruise in at like. Eight nine o'clock at night and just sit there and just chill and oh, drink you didn't have any like uh, solid afternoon hangs. Oh yeah, like, I mean we definitely like four p.m. to ten. <laughs> it's a solid shift, dude. I've seen, dude. We always had. I mean, there was always those people around too. You know, the, the happy hour guys that come in and just chill and. Dude, when 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 you get a bartender's talking about you like clocking in shifts on bar stools, like you're fucking doing work. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, he had a six hour shift today. <laughs> Who? Oh, the the regular that sat here and drank beer and paid us money. <laughs> oh, you weren't talking about him, Blake? No. No. Yeah, we definitely had those guys, too. All right, so uh, yeah. you get a little bit of a later crowd. So uh, you got high BV beer, you got later crowd. Yeah, maybe it like gets early a little rowdy. Edition of craft okay, too, so right? the, like, I as far as, like, the craziest shit that happened there. I mean, I mean, it can be, I mean, you can pull from wherever you want. No, but, oh, no, just, but at Trophies, because it's funny, because of, like, uh, remember we had that huge like centerpiece that was like f- five full mounted bears in the center of the restaurant. And we did 
for the longest time we do like Friday night karaoke's. Okay. And it was cra- it was crazy fun. Like we get some decent crowds in there and like have a good time. And uh, we <laughs> had this guy I come in. A, uh, restaurant first, bar second, and karaoke. Oh yeah, but it was like nine o'clock at night. We'd start karaoke, okay. so it was like Dude, after all in, the restaurant yeah, walked it, out. Yeah. If I walked in at nine o'clock at night with karaoke and five stuffed bears, I'd have thought I might have been at a gay bar. <laughs> to be honest with you, uh, this looks like restaurant seating. Okay, there's karaoke, five bears. What's going on here? But back to it. I mean, it could have been at least half gay. It was about half gay. Well, I mean, Petrov was hanging out, right? <laughs> oh, burn. Sorry, Johnny. <laughs> shout, shout out, John Petrov. We love you. Sorry, Petrov. Uh, he's very straight and handsome. Viral. Ver- burn. Ver- viral. What do you say? Virile. He's very virile. Virile. <laughs> so we get, you know, we get crews like, like we get the same group of people, like the same 30, 40 people, and then we just get a bunch of random people that show up there. This. <laughs> This one guy came in and he's already just shit faced, and the bartender serves him one beer and is like, "Yeah, you're kind of done." And he sat there from ten till like one thirty when we finally were like, "You gotta, you gotta go." Leave. He's stumbling around, and I walk in the back. I come back out. Somehow he's in the middle of this like bare. All the bears. And he's just like... Oh, he had the same thought I did. He's laying inside of there. He's and, I was, and I was like... <laughs> he's rubbing a bunch of dudes. I was like, man, you okay? He's, he's like... He's like, yeah, I'm just chilling. I was like, no, no, no. You can't be just chilling in there. Like, get, <laughs> get the fuck this out of there. This isn't Barrow like, Soda. Get out of here. <laughs> we're closed, dude. Let's go the fuck home. This isn't your public library, sir. So he was probably 6'4", 235, 240. A bear. Like, yeah, he a bear. He a bear. And so I, I'm helping him out. I finally get him. There was like, there was like a railing that was like three feet high all the way around it. So he had to actually oh, climb in there to actually get there. in there. So I help him over that. He's like, I'm trying to hibernate. And I was like, all right, dude, I'll call you cab. Just sit down right here. Instead of sitting down, he grabs onto the railing and does this like half flip back over and like <laughs> lands on his head inside like the mounts. And I was like, what is going on? I was like, it's what I want to go home. And he's like, I'm not leaving. And I'm like, you're leaving one way or another, dude. Like, I don't know what to yeah, tell you. By police. And he's like, nope. I was like, there's a cab outside. I will, I will help you get out there. He's like, nope. And he's just laying in, in with the bears, just enjoying his he life. He got back into the bears. Yes. He's now back in the bears. Spirit animal. And I was like, okay. And so it, I called the cops. The cops came, and I was like, you got to get this guy out of here. He won't leave. He was like, Where, where's he at? And I was like, <laughs> uh, he's actually in the bears. I don't, I'll show you. <laughs> so I don't walk over. He's, in this, cops, he's in this thicket of bears. Yeah, this, well, I love the idea this cop of, like, comes in, never seen this place, right? Because well, we were pretty new. Bears, like, you know, like they're in the bears, and he's like, he's just like the the gears turning. He's like, what does that mean? Did I miss here? What else would it be like? Yeah, yeah. The, what was the last call I was just no. on? Like a hundred oh, happening. He's, karaoke oh, he's, on a Wednesday. Oh, he's in the I bears. No, the Bert Kreischer, hundred percent, like on his face <laughs> is like, no, no, no. What? I was like, no, I'll show you. I'll just show come you over here. Bears. And he comes in and he's like, you just see his he's eyes like, get big. He's like, oh, actual bears. Oh, yeah. Okay, this makes more sense. So I, I like point this guy out. He's, this dude's sleeping now. He's freaking out. And he was like, was he drinking here? I was like, no, he had one beer at 10 o'clock. 
three hours ago. I was like, I have no idea what this guy's on, but he is not on beers. So we finally got him out, and it was like not on beers, nose beers. It, it, this was a less than a year after I got in the restaurant industry, and I was just like, "What did the fuck did I get myself into?" Oh yeah, dude, it's the creatures like, that you like. You don't even realize you're like, people are normal, and then all of a sudden you get to like the big numbers, and you're like, now it's statistics of like what people are, and I'm going to get a portion of them. Yeah. No. So, which actually leads into one of my favorite questions. Um, that I'm eventually going to figure out how to ask. So let's give it an attempt. Um, well, I usually have to stop and explain it. I'm sure everyone loves listening to it. But um, <clears throat> between Beer Fest and wherever you've been, um, you know, like there's non-playable characters with like set speech routines and games or like, you know, uh, have you ever interacted with someone like that or someone that felt like they were like unstuck for the Matrix, just like they're not here or like are they a sim? Or, you ever had an, an encounter like that in the biz? Yes. All right, tell me about that immediate yes. I mean, you know where Arizona Wilderness is by, right? That, Brugger's Bagels? Yeah, but that goofy hotel. Why is that hotel goofy? Because it's like a long-term stay hotel. Oh. oh. All right. So, I mean, you want to talk about unchecked from the Matrix? <laughs> yes, I do. I mean, there was times I got to work and I had to uncheck people from the patio because they were sleeping there. <laughs> and was they were staying at the hotel? Well, they probably weren't staying at the hotel, but they were definitely shooting up at the hotel. Oh. There was time we found heroin needles and all sorts of crazy stuff around there. Jesus. I don't know. I don't know if it's still there. I bet it is. How in the fuck have but, you not made it? How is there never a train spotting beer made at Arizona? You know, I just feel like there's a lot of missed opportunities over there. Possibly. Uh, I, new, I collab. <laughs> new collab. New collab. I'll bring the fentanyl. So, yeah. I, um, I've got needles. <laughs> and then we... All we need is a healthy bit of heroin. We used to have this regular that used to come in, and he'd ride his bike. I don't know where from, but he's... <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. The Matrix, like, the rainbow? I, don't I, know. I mean, he Asgard? literally just showed up. I don't know where he comes from. Like I mist. had no idea, but he would show up. There was that Circle K right there, too, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. So he'd have a 12-pack of beer, like, strapped onto the front of his bike, and then he'd come in right at 11 o'clock, right when we open, and he'd sit down and just hammer IPAs in his face. He's like, listen, I know I have a 30-rack of Bud trapped my bicycle <laughs> But, uh, That's a backup plan. I'll take that 8% uh, or oh, what was uh, – I forget what it's, it's called now. I forget whatever dumb – Refuge? Uh, Refuge was no, like – Dos Cabezas. You know that was oh, do, shit. <laughs> DC Mountain. Well, it, no, it'll always well, be – We Cabezas can't say anymore. Dos Cabezas anymore. Sorry, Todd. Um, I'll live my life. <laughs> no, uh, so, no, he'd come in and drink Refuge like nonstop. Like, oh, in 7% his face. fucking – And then he'd jump on that bike and wobble his ass and then he'd just disappear. Just kick your legs? Or he just, would, yeah, he, he would just he disappear. Just so one night we – Back to the face. <laughs> he came in. It was like a Friday night. And he came in, same freaking Bud, Bud Light strapped to the front oh, of his bike. straight up was? But, oh, my God. That's great. But no, every time I saw him, I never saw him without a – case or like a 12 pack of Bud Light strapped on that Oh, I light. was just assuming it was Bud. That's fucking hilarious. No, it's I mean, Bud, you, it was Bud Light, you, I think. You could have... I mean, yeah, but I mean, you can at least buy like something decently crafted if you're hammering 7% yeah, fucking I, refuge. Like yeah. I said, that was a safety net. That's yeah, just no, no. Well, I mean, we're, we're all sitting here drinking peepers. I but, just... It was solid guess. So he know? came in that night and it was getting dark, so it must have been after 6 at some point in time. And uh, I can't remember who was working bar, but somebody came and got me and was like... 
again, I can't remember the dude's name, but they're like, hey, he's by the window peeing right now. Because nice. we had those windows on that one part of the drive mm-hmm. yeah. where there was no parking. You can't really see in those, but you can, you can see, see out and clear as day. <laughs> he's by the bush with his dick out just peeing in front of a table of people. Hardy peace? <laughs> was it beefy? Did you not look? <laughs> I mean, was it girthy? I mean, did it hang? Some you don't forget. It was in a thicket of weeds. Let's say that. Uh, like, it, it was it, tough it, to it, see. It, long time since it had been yeah, washed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, just just checking so, some stuff out. Whatever. So he's in there, <laughs> and I can't remember who ran out there, but was yelling at him like, "You're peeing by the window. Stop! What are you doing?" And I think he got scared and just pulled his pants up while he was still peeing. And you could just see the trail of pee behind his bike <laughs> as he left and probably got to the corner and cracked that Bud Light, that first Bud Light. Yeah, was like, I give him props. I mean, my pee stream would have cut off the moment someone started shouting at me. Um, <laughs> but he's like in flight. He had to still go, urinating. Yeah, like, he had to go. He had to go. That's, I, just, uh, I don't think I could, would be able to stop. I just I think I just... It's just that fight or flight, and it's like, I'm pissing the rest of this, and then I'm leaving. Yeah, for me, like, uh, once I, like, start going, like... There's no stopping. It, it, no, like, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll lock up and move in, in a blink. Um, I can't, I can't we'll, either. We'll, I'm we'll, with you, Bobby, we'll, man. Yeah. I can't either. Once I've, once I've uh, like, because it's topped off, right? For me, it's about, like, a, a full tank. So if I can at least pop off, like, a little uh, dry hop fucking spurt out, like, real quick, and then, like... Uh, something happens. I could shut it off and keep moving, but uh, really, I think yeah. you're in the minority yeah. of men right there. I think most people you pee and then you stop. It's like, but you can't hold your shit in. What's this? I find this super backwards. Yeah. Quite honestly, yeah. you know what they say about when you lose one sense. Alex, well, as an adult I, man, have you ever pissed your pants? <laughs> yes, but actually, only once that I can remember. Oh, um, I definitely pissed it, myself, but it, that and was it like does, incredibly it, it does sick look, in the middle of the night. Like, because oh, you know mine, when you're a kid, drinking. and uh, oh, I've never pissed drinking. Was like drinking. so sick as like I think I was like 13. When I was like, gotta keep hydrated, gotta keep hydrated, and of course. On a bed in Mexico because I it's super, or it's not a futon in Mexico, and I'm chugging water, and then I just piss all over the futon. My mom's like, We gotta wash the futon. I'm like, That means you have to wash the futon. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's exactly, I think that's exactly why my Pete, like, because like, uh, wetting the bed as a child, like, happened, and then it was like the end of the fucking world, and then I was like, Okay, I'll just never pee again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that might be actually where it comes so from. So drinking, uh, and it's funny because this story involves Tequila Sunrise. Bringing it back. Um, oh, full circle. I was uh, I was young in my early 20s playing in Dart League, uh, as one does because that's, I live in a small town. And uh, we, you know, part of the Dart League was- I wish bar, we had a Dart it, League in my small town. <laughs> the, the, the the bar I, I ran uh, had, uh, you know, a Dart League in, and then they were like, I just hung out all the time because I didn't have anything else to do. Like, you should join the start league. And I was like, all right, cool. And then I got introduced to every trash bar in the place I'm from. And so one of these places is called One-Eyed Jacks. And it's on the second story of the steepest stairs you've ever fucking climbed of a hotel of a Best Western, I think. Right as you come into show. One-Eyed Jacks 
Sounds eerily close to Iguana Max. <laughs> Listen, it is one of Jacks, but I do, I do like okay. this. Isn't, this isn't your old no, bar's no. alter ego. I was going to say, when was so Iguana Max going to come up in this absolutely <laughs> yeah. episode? Like, what the fuck? Listen, I was wondering if uh, Brett was going to name drop 20 times or if Iguana like, Max was going to come up first. Third and it was close. You were at 16. But no, this is a bar called One Eye Jacks on top of Best Western in Sholo. Um, it's super classy, and you have to walk up. A- it just sounds like a drunk dude slurring Iguana Max. How's that? One Eye Jacks. One Eye Jack hit me in the face of Iguana Max. <laughs> um, but seriously, like these stairs are like. It's irresponsible to have a bar on top of these stairs. I'm just, I'm, I'm very fixated with this. I'll take everything else there is about the bar, but these fucking stairs, dude, it's so unfucking responsible. Um, also, how do handicapped people even drink in there? Um, we don't want them. <laughs> you're not off. Um, so we're there. I'm in my early 20s. So. Now that I'm nearly 40, uh, it's easier for me to be like, this is hilarious and fun to be here because <laughs> I know I'm never coming back or it's rare, right? But in my 20s, I'm like, I have to come here regularly and play darts. Yeah. And it's, you know, I hadn't really quite come out of my shell yet. So drinking is how I kind of did things. All right. We need uh, to pause this. I got to pee. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're right. We were talking about that time I pissed my pants at a, not Iguana Max. Iguana Max. Uh, actually, Iguana Max seems like the kind of place I would have pissed my pants, but I got so vulgar drunk, I just ended up puking most nights. That said, um, I was drinking tequila sunrises to conquer social anxiety, and also, like, I was one of those dudes, uh, especially when I was younger, I'm like, I drive and play darts and pick up on chicks better drunk, because, you know, it was just an easier state of mind to be in. Um... Sir, uh, it's liquid courage. Jesus, <laughs> damn, holy cow, it's liquid what? courage. Hey, now, you're just thinking about slurred one eye jacks. Still, you're still on it. So, go liquid courage. Um, and so, uh, I ended up getting pretty hammered, but uh, I, I learned to play from a state champion. Uh, dart guy and so I played all the time I really love learning how to play darts I drilled a lot like there's a ton of muscle memory and so I was still playing really good and so they did not stop me and I just kept drinking and I remember it's like end of the game and Chris is like I can get two I just need you to hit one fucking bullseye Alex and I can hit two just that's all I need you to do and I'm that sounds like a desperate business partner and uh, so, first one is wildly off. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. And I'm like, hold on, I got it. I got much closer. Like, real close. And he's like, okay, that's better. And then I'm just like, I'm like, hold on. And I'm just like, I close my eyes and I'm just like, concentrating and concentrating. And I'm just like, just feeling the vibe. And I'm like, just look and fire. And I hit a bull. So now he needs to make two to play the game. And he comes over and he's like, and, and, I, and I was like, oh, I, I hit it. I thought you'd be happier. He's like, yeah, you pissed your pants. Go clean yourself up. <laughs> he's like, Shut why up. did you have your eyes closed for so long? He's like, you just closed your eyes and started pissing your pants. <laughs> but you hit the bolt. That's the more important yeah, part. You did, well, you did yeah, part. like woke up out of a dead dream fire and muscle memory kind well, of fucking hit a bull uh, but sure yeah, you hit what, the was, bowl, what was this matter. guy's name 
Uh, his name's Chris. Oh my god! It doesn't god. matter his last name. Oh. Uh, Chris, you asked me to fucking bowl. <laughs> you didn't put stipulations on it. All right. Oh no! And then and then he straight up he straight up I hit, hit the fucking bowl. Then he straight up hit two bowls and pissed everyone in the room off because the dude was so good at darts. He just like he fired one, hit a bowl dead on, and it was like. Double bowl. And I was like, you're so like, I didn't even need the bowl. <laughs> made me piss my pants for nothing. He made me piss my pants. You know so yeah. thinking about it. Fuck you, you Chris. You know what? Yeah. You guys you guys are right. He made me piss my pants. He pissed in your pants. <laughs> this fucking guy. Yeah, he could have just as well just peed your pants for you. Yeah, he, he knew what he was doing. And, and Brett, uh, that's an embarrassing story for me, uh, which I'm happy to share. And uh, we just... Lately touched on an embarrassing story uh, that stuck out in your mind the other night briefly. Uh, I'd like you to retell that story now. Wait, what story? Wait, well, the- it, I, I have obviously teed you up to name drop as much as possible, so I'm talking about <laughs> Omaha. Oh, good God. So, <laughs> do we really have to tell this? Yes. Uh, okay. okay. So. You really twisted your Anyways. arm on this one. <laughs> We're going, me and Alex, well, it was supposed to be all three of us and Alex going back up to Omaha for the fourth, third time, fourth time? Third, this was the third time. That would be fourth the third time, time was the next and last time we went. So we were all supposed to go, and John had scheduled this talk on Wild Yeast, mm-hmm. and the beer we were bringing up was like one of our main beers that, like, the... It was like the fourth time we've used this wild yeast, and he was going to do this whole spiel on it for like 30 minutes. And two weeks before we left, he's like, oh, me and Pat are going to Alaska because we're going to this beer uh, beer festival in Anchorage. I was like, okay. Kind of forgot about that he was supposed to do this, like, speech. (laughs) And then, like, a day before we left, he's like, oh, yeah, I got this email. Yeah. So like, I gotta get on a plane. I gotta book a flight and go. No, no. He's like, I I need you to cover me. So I was like, um, I'm not a brewer. Yeah, I'll go to the beer fest. I was like, I was gonna go to the beer fest regardless. Well, no, I'd go. I'll go to the beer fest in Alaska. Oh, they're already in Alaska. Oh, no, no, no. They're already up there. (laughs) Me and Alex are leaving to Omaha, and Mm -hmm. I was like. Okay, I guess I'll like try to figure out what the fuck we're going to talk about. So we had a keg set aside for the uh, like the speech the, and all that stuff. It, it would have been so. And, and here's something: the, the Great Nebraska Beer Festival is no fucking slouch. It's one of the biggest beer festivals in the Midwest. It's yes. enormous. All the How biggest many people. All well, seven to ten thousand generally. Um, uh, a lot of people. All of the yeah, huge. All, all of the biggest names in beer I've met to name drop: Megan Parishi of uh, Sam Adams. Um, What's called the Great Nebraska Beer Fest? Yeah, I mean yeah. you're gonna call some. No, that's great what it is. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm saying like if you're gonna call something great. It better be fucking big, dude. No, it is. You, you know, it's where I met. It's where I met Laura Bell, Mike from Green Flash. Like, there's always someone baller as fuck there. Like, wow, who's name dropping now? Well, that's what I just said. It's where I get to drop all my names from. Is the Nebraska Beer Festival? Yeah, I have friends too, guys. It, they, no, it's literally like so. They do like the College World Series there, so, right? So, so, so this is more like, like this is more like a stadium. This is more like it's a, a stadium. Yeah, they do it in a stadium. Yeah, they, they do it in the um um. It's that 
the football, the Cyclones. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Storm yeah. Chasers. Storm Chasers. Yes. Yeah. I nailed it. They have like a big, and it's cool because. You literally called him a Storm Chaser earlier. Yes, yes, I did. Yeah, but that's because when we all the time. that's because me guy. and Dret, Brett drove through Tornado <laughs> Alley together. Dret, Dret, we drove through Tornado Alley together. Yes, never saw a tornado. It's <laughs> a very safe. Well, Brett was chasing them all away. <laughs> Thanks for teeing that up. <laughs> but j- just, just. Just for scale, this is more like a four-part symposium at a enormous festival with like legit-ass people. Yeah, I believe it. You so, talked about it last time. Yeah, so like I'm supposed to go on after Laura Bell from Bell <laughs> Brewing, <laughs> talking about oh, like all guy. the. This is right brewing. when she was taking or kind of taking the, over the company. Two years before. Yeah, so she was getting primed to take over the yeah. company, and she was talking about all the crazy stuff that she was getting ready to do with Bell Brewing. And I get up there. There you go. <laughs> all right. First so, of all, fuck off. All right. So at, at this talk, so, so this is at the the Great Nebraska Brewfest. Yeah, it's at it's like so dirt, seven to ten thousand people. But how many people are at this uh, little talk that you're doing to start or when day? I finish? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's that, that's the funny part. Especially well, so like at Strong Beer, they do like the award ceremony, but like. 10% of the people are there. But There's still the, a thousand people, well, right? Like, so, so, I mean, so two things. It's it's also on speaker. So, basically, about a third of the festival can hear it. Just so because the way it's done, a lot of people, and then a lot they, of I think there's about so I think there's about a eight, lot of people. I think there's about eighty and a hundred seats in the tent, and it was funny because we were sitting there and like, uh, not John Scotty, uh, John John Hall, John Hall. He uh, he had a pretty decent crowd, but then when Laura went up, it packed, and you're immediately after. And then, do you know who John Hall is? No, he's like a big all like, beer writer, beer. like all about beer, all about magazine. beer. Okay. All about beer magazine. Yeah, huge oh, dude. Oh, gotcha. like, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's big. He's tight. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's even hard to talk about. <laughs> Fuck you, Alex. Anyways, yeah. So yeah, yeah like you know, John Hall. John Hall Laura had a Bell, huge. John Hall had a Brett huge Denver. group. Laura Bell had a freaking <laughs> packed house. And then I get up there and just start talking. And after two minutes of talking about absolutely nothing, like literally nothing, He's like, half well, the people were already gone. Oh, dude, it was. Yeah. But and at and no then, point did you think, I just won't go up and talk. I'll tell them like, hey, uh, we were going to do this. But no, because I'm not gone. that. I'm not that person. I love this. I'm not that person. So <laughs> I'll go up. I'll go up there and BS whatever I possibly can BS out of my life. In right? front of a ton of people who know their shit. I mean. Quite honestly, there wasn't that many people left at the end, so it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it was it was super embarrassing. I, how long was the sh- how long was the speech? It was supposed to be thirty minutes. Holy shit! Okay, just, I just need you to tell the story. I can't keep cutting in. It was five. <laughs> at that point in time, I took questions from the audience. Yeah, he just comes around the side of the table and just sits on it and is like, "Well, I guess I'll just talk to you guys." And those those five people those five people were table. fucking stoked. Yes. Oh yeah! But the other guy in that whole audience, John Hall, and I have also not. There. And I'm 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 friends with him on Facebook. I still talk to him all the time. Like I have not lived that down in his oh, mind that's ever. Phenomenal. Even even after the the night we went out, we were having steaks. He was there oh, and gave me shit all night, dude. That night, all is, night. That was a legendary. Give me a that give was me a, a little taste night. of this speech. 
Like, they, what? hey guys, First I'm of all, Brett from Arizona Wilderness. And that's all I remember. I was drinking, <laughs> I was having good beers, and I don't really remember a lot of what I was trying to talk about and until like I was just like, I don't know what I'm talking about. So just come up and ask me questions. You said uh, those words. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yep. And then good for you. And then there was people that came up and were like, "Oh, we just want to know kind of about the beer." And then I kind of went into the beer, like the wild yeast, and like how it kind of ferments, and like kind of where we got it from, and all this kind of other stuff. But it it was so embarrassing. I love the fact that you still did it because, like, I'm with you. I will go up and bullshit. We committed Uh, to something, yeah. And the fact that somebody didn't want to come and wanted to go to somewhere else, I'm not going to tell them. Two days later, like I'll I'll still do it. They still got to try the beer. That was the we didn't pour that beer. The only time you got to try that beer was there. Okay. So the only there was the eight people that stayed. They got to take those eight. <laughs> those eight people got. They to got to try beer. the beer, and then I gave it to uh, um, all the guys at Nebraska Brewing. And oh, I was like, it. you just keep it, kill it, and whatever. Yeah. So when you guys do those, like, because you guys brought beer up to that to the Alaska Beer Festival, was that right? Yes. How did you guys ship that? UPS, FedEx. Really? FedEx Freight. So most of the time we never shipped IPAs or anything hoppy because it doesn't ship well because most of the time it's warm ship. Yeah. 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 I mean, just never expecting that keg back. Well, uh, one-way kegs. Yeah, we did one-way kegs. Plastics? We started doing one-way kegs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were the the first to grab them and then we, we would get enough from you to fill our kegs and send them out and then... I remember being the, the dumb dick working for the Beer Research Institute, cleaning our kegs at your guys' place and seeing all your plastic kegs there. Yeah. And uh, I'm just sitting on this. That's where I met Chris because uh, he like showed me how to work you guys' keg cleaner. And yeah, I'd that was that. load my truck full of kegs and yeah. bring them over. Yeah. And I'd come clean while he was doing his job. And he just like the nicest guy ever like made conversation with me. He's like, what's going on, man? I'm like, I just fucking hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we were happy to do that because we had to do that when we started out. Yeah, oh, yeah. You, guys, you, you guys used, used to have to go to Santan yeah, and clean right. kegs, and it was probably a pain in the ass for Pat because he left Santan to come to Wilderness mm-hmm. to <laughs> then become part of the ownership at Wilderness and then have to go back to Santan and clean, clean kegs. kegs. I will say That's that rough. was that, like, I'd already really fallen in love with the beer industry at that point, but then um, more of that were uh, talking about it. He's like, yeah, we're going over to Wilderness. And, you know, they, they, because he said the same thing. He's like, you know, they used to clean kegs at Santan. And, yeah. And we get a lot of yeast and hops from Santan. And they, like, we, like, we all work on each other's contracts and, like, do the trading system. He's like, but just bring them growlers full of beer. And, yeah, Matt was like, so every good other about month, that stuff. Every other yeah. month, it would, like, throw you some chem- chems, like, kind of thing. But it was like, always bring growlers. And it's like, who cares if there's 10 growlers sitting in there walking last week when you were there you're bringing two more because all of a sudden if a bartender's there and you're like they go grab them who fucking cares you bring them beer to uh, matt matt was good shit man man matt was one of my favorites in the beer industry i man, i like, genuinely I mean, obviously I still love him. matt i was literally just at bri last night well i like and, how we were all talking about him as in the past tense that was funny. no no as far as <laughs> my, like as far well, as me is, being in the industry he, past tense yeah, yeah he is past yeah yeah, Rip uh, Matt. I could get him on the podcast. I'm sure you could too. Yeah, well, Matt Trethway, shout out for the podcast. Yeah, let's go. Come hang Come out. Come on. Hey, Come Trethway, embarrass yourself. Um, let's go. It's we better fun. do a fucking collab before you get on my podcast. I'm gonna ask him for way too long. Yeah, well, you know, Matt's, uh, you know, he's uh, gonna keep you hanging until he gets that fucking arcade open, bro. 
He's got work to do. I'll just fucking work with Colby. I don't care. I don't need him. But half the fun is doing it with Matt, right? He doesn't care about me. Oh, no. I, I, was, I was speaking from his perspective. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I want to be there and have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Matt's favorite part is uh, naming the beer uh, and hanging out, which is actually the best part. So That, makes that is yeah, the best part. Of the it is the best part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I, uh, I remember working at beer. I doing When collabs would happen, I was there. Sellerman and uh, those guys wouldn't do shit. <laughs> they'd take some pictures and they'd go to the patio and kick it. I and mean, uh, truly, that's all a collab is—is is yeah. about marketing. I yeah, mean, in, a, in the actual core of it, like that's what it really is about—is being it's, able to it, cross always, market and do it's, that. It's kind always of tight stuff, when but... you get people who want to put the hands on it and have fun and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm yeah. actually I'm actually doing one Monday up in Flagstaff, and you're yeah. doing one with me, which uh, we're all it takes now is brew the beer. Perfect. That's how Chanel Dan did not get a chance to text you back, but it's literally yeah, no, just. Uh, wait, where are you guys brewing at? His uh, place. We'll, 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 the the second chance Grand Canyon to be announced. Ooh. Additional uh, collab will be uh, up at my place. We'll do cans. It'll what, January, December, January. It, it needs to be released by January. Yeah, yeah. So, so we'll we'll look we're running, to we're, we're yeah getting tight on time. Well, I'm just gonna invite myself to that brew day. If so. I was gonna <laughs> just invite you, uh, don't worry. I was just gonna invite you by the time we stop talking about this because uh, I just want to come hang out. Uh, I, it's been a minute since I went to a brew day. Listen, I hate driving by myself three hours both ways uh i <laughs> always take company it's it's Do delightful you drive your sprinter van up there uh yeah uh, i mean i used to drive the prius but i mean the sprinter van is still like a hybrid vehicle right so it's I, I mean i get like i think for a full tank of gas which costs a little more than the prius did but it also holds more than the prius i think i get i'm gonna throw an air mattress 50 the... 50 less miles so i'm gonna get an air mattress so in the back of your sprinter van and kick it back there it's like nothing yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's dude, it's and it's so, probably more comfortable too, dude. For I mean, as four much, grown as much men as, in that Prius. <laughs> Listen, who's the fourth? Me, John, Pat, and Alex. Alex. Yeah, we drove from oh, Arizona. Oh, I thought you were talking about we us literally up now. It's like no, no we literally drove from point. Arizona Got to it. Omaha. Yeah, and, and back. back. Got it. And then and, we stopped at Peonia and loaded the entire back trunk of my car with sacks of wet hops that we had pulled off the vine that day. Oh, and I hadn't started smoking time. cannabis yet. And like just the, and I mean, in a closed environment, that much hops will start fucking with you. And like, it just reeked of weed and it was fuck with you in the best way possible. Oh, no, it, it, was, it, was, it was all crazy. amazing. Yeah. But, but it was like by Telluride, so like I was like, Oh, I'm staying up with the Alex and I was fucking out like a light. Oh yeah. I was like, it just got to me. Yeah. I was like, uh, I'm done. That was wild mm-hmm. as shit. Yeah. No, but, uh, yeah. Well, I mean the Sprinter van, you know, uh, there's some, uh, cargo space deployments, that, uh, that can be made, uh, comfortable. You know what I mean? Uh, so it can be like almost like a mini van. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's if, what we're going to take be. to, uh, we're taking the Sprinter van to, uh, New Mexico. To New Mexico. Oh, nice. To, uh, yeah, let's go. What are you guys brewing over there? Uh, we, um, I mean, I guess uh, this oh, is we're not supposed to say. No, we can say it. So we're exciting. not supposed to say it. No, we can say it. No, we can say it because this will actually hit the week before we go. Um, so we're actually going to the. We're going to go out that night, and then Friday morning we're going to do a collab with uh, Rally Farmhouse. Ah, what? Isn't that crazy? Isn't yeah. that crazy? That's I can't awesome. Yeah, Dude, that's super so dope. It's yeah. so fucking exciting. Yeah, it's pretty fucking awesome. And John Rally is just one of the kindest, most amazing human beings I've on the planet. I've never got to meet him, but amazing like, things. Yeah, he's just he's super amazing and fun, and just that's 
all there is to say. He's just amazing and fun That's and so sweet. Cool. And it's all anyone ever says about him. He's he's a, a magnificent storyteller, but he also like listens and punches up stories. So he's, he's just are you he's guys a great conversation from there. Oh, so yeah. we're actually going to podcast, and then so I mean the podcast like we're not you know well I don't want to throw shade, but. This is not a podcast collab. This is a second chance Grand Canyon. We're working out in New Mexico. Collab. Yeah, yeah. We, a buddy of mine is a brewery and planning out there. That's kind of the podcast trip. And then we're bolting on some fucking fancy ass work shit to it, too. Nice. Yeah. And then I'd love to have John Rally out for uh, our. We, we just converted Paige into our uh, wild fermentation area because we've been doing it for a while. As you know, uh, we bought 12 West's Cool Ship. And we ship that up to Page with our original brew house from Williams, which from we, the yeah the Williams one. Yeah. yeah, we bought it back from the people we sold it to, and pulled it out of Central Phoenix and drove it up to Page. And so that'll be our new like wild. So I want to invite him over for that, and then Bobby again if everyone's down. But Page is, it's not as much of a pain in the dick as you think it is, but it is still a pain in the dick yeah. <laughs> to get there. But to to spend a day or two there and like just you know hang out at the brewery we just built there and like brew some wild ales, like it's a fun time. No, so, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But if you can't do that, still going to try to get Rally back out here. Gonna... Well, just like you were saying, like, collabs are literally all back here, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's about Mario, but it's also about just having fun and relaxing, sure. too, at the same time. Yeah. It's like, have fun, take some photos, but well, look at this. just so, like, chill and talk look to at some, some like, new the people. Best, and... The best beer marketing in Arizona, right? Like, Goldwater does an amazing job at marketing, right? Like, those guys are out there having fun. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Which, and great, a great, like, a really good marketing person with a team that's having fun is going to be successful. Yeah. Um, so, like, the collab we've got with Grand Canyon going, Second Chance and Grand Canyon going, I got a collab going with um, uh, 12 West and Second Chance, like, trying to get one down with Goldwater, trying to get one, like, I'm literally doing it with everybody uh, to build, like, we're, I'm going to go have fun the rest of the season. Yeah. And that will equate to, like, success. Uh, plus, I just want to go kick it with all my homies that are dope as fuck. And brew killer beer. So second chance is like all about it too. Oh, absolutely! I literally, well, I didn't even ask him. I just told them. <laughs> They're like, "That's a great idea." Like, like, I hey, know. Send somebody <laughs> over real quick because we're brewing it. Well, I'm just gonna have them <clears throat> collab via email, and then I'm gonna be that guy there. Oh, nice. Because like, we've done yeah. a collab with uh, Twelve West before, and I just had Gully and Marty just chat over the like email, and I was like, "Also, we're getting like." wholesale size bags of cotton candy to throw in this beer by like <laughs> like we probably got you know 20 pounds of cotton candy which if you've seen what 20 pounds oh, of cotton I, candy I, looks like I it's understand an what 20 pounds of cotton candy, of cotton candy would be yeah, it doesn't have a physical weight so yeah it's, that's it's a absurd. lot uh, I just I just picture on brew day just having the guy just making cotton candy as you're sitting there brewing it. He's just like shoving it into the into the kettle. <laughs> just keeps well, swirling so it we around. Looked into, we looked into getting a cotton candy machine and we just nothing was going to come in time. So we had uh, Sarah Ritchie go to like the same vendor that supplies like the baseball stadiums with those bags of cotton candy that are the this ba- tall. Yeah, the tall her car filled all the way with those. So everything uh, in her car was that, except for her driver's seat, and that's what we took to make beer. I think um, if next Halloween, 12 West doesn't dress up as the Weasley candy shop from Harry Potter, I'm going to be pretty disappointed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Missed opportunity for sure. Um, you know, all the whiz bangs and cotton candy beers. I mean, don't get me wrong. They those Andrew and Gully worked their asses off, and they do a killer job. But, man, do they do some wild-ass shit over there. That's why I love collabing with them, because I'm just like, hey, I have a really stupid idea. And they're like, 
let's make this a less stupid idea and then brew it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why I like brewing with you and brewing with um, uh, 12 West guys, because if I brew with you, we talk about the absurd things that you want to do, and then I know I can go do those things with 12 West, <laughs> and then we go through something that's, like, realistic. Realistic and normal, and, I mean, uh, at scale, sometimes you have to make some safer choices. I don't know. <laughs> I think one of these times, you just need to go straight in with your first original idea, because I've seen a lot of your original ideas. <laughs> Um, and I kind of just want to see what one turns out with. Uh, like, again, anyone who wants to make this LaCroix beer with me, fucking hit me up. I'm fucking dying to make it. Um, <laughs> I'm fucking so stupid. But, I'm in. Uh, now that we have Flagstaff, John Hunter's been doing some great stuff. He just brewed a fucking 11% pastry stuff today. Ooh, uh, he's doing some wild shit up there. Uh, John Hunter's uh, quite a talented brewer, and he's uh, he's up at our Flagstaff like R&D location just... He's like, okay, a half and a Dortmunder. That's what you said I had to brew. Okay. That's what you said I had to brew. I love it. That's what you said I had to brew. And then he's like, cool. Hazy, kettle sour, passion fruit sour, pastry stout, milk stout. How many PBRs are left in this bad boy? Um, Well, there's one, but I mean, there isn't an entire other box. Let's just round this bitch out. Round out this. So how big is the R&D brewery, though? Uh, Ten barrels. Ten? Okay. So we now have 40, 10, and 15 rolling as one does so uh i actually as have a one does. i have a few colla- so as like it, has a very few breweries do so t- t- tommy's lullaby um we brewed at 40 barrels um really yes sir Ooh, bold right it's a kool-aid beer uh it's delicious though oh man it turned 12, out we sold 12 west 12 barrels of it and they sold it in three weeks Dude, uh, I don't know if when when uh, Second Chance and Twelve West did the uh, Bold Move Cotton, the Cotton Candy Hazy IPA, I don't mm-hmm. think they put any in the market, and they sold all ten barrels of it, so ten half barrels. Oh, you, or twenty oh, half, bar- twenty bad, half barrel, twenty half barrels. Yes, that was. Uh, I, I remember because that's when we there. that's when we first opened up downtown Twelve West, yeah. and um, yeah, we were. It, it, not shade. It wasn't the fastest moving beer because like Blap and front side. Well, like, to be fair, some know. of it went to Gilbert too. Well, no, I was just saying that, like, the flagship beer is so faster than the collapse. Yeah. But, like, that beer, like, for something that, like, didn't move as fast as everything else, like, we sold it all at the tap rooms. Mm-hmm. Like, all of it. I, well, I was hmm. bartending at tap rooms. I, th- I think. Temporarily. I, 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 I might have taken that. one up to Grand Canyon Flagstaff. Oh, so um, maybe. Maybe. One of 20, yeah. But I remember tasting, like, this is a great beer for what it was, right? Like, yeah. cotton candy hazy IPA. This thing's sh- ex- expecting to be a sugar rum. Absolutely. And it was. Uh, well, yes. But it was. But it tasted like cotton candy. Like, we did all the right things about it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it wasn't just cotton candy that made cotton candy taste like cotton candy. Cotton candy is essentially sugar with fake flavoring. Um, we added real fruit and uh, some uh, ec- uh, nice extracts, uh, um, superiors and stuff. Um, but uh, I remember drinking it and I'm like, this is great for what it is, but it's it's a sweet it's a sweet beer. And just seeing people order sweet one bomb. after another, after another, after another. I, I, I wouldn't be able to handle it. No. Dude, have you had any of the Drekkers? No. Uh, uh, I've had a couple, but... You can't finish a pint of it. Like, I, no way. You share that with three other friends. You drink four they, ounces of it. Sweet beers, I just can't I can't get my head around. No. Like, I like a dry stout. Like, mm-hmm. I, It's not like I don't like dark beers or even a little bit of sweetness to them. But, jeez... Sweet beers, like, how do you even drink that? It's just a, sh- it's like, I don't, you know, 200 grams of sugar and 
It's like a sweet 500 co- calories. It's meal. like a sweet cocktail, though. I can't drink a sweet cocktail no, either. A, so yeah. a margarita is the sweetest of getting a cocktail. I, I love a good five ounces of something like that for real. Like get the taste, have like two to three like really good kind of runs at it. But yeah, there is a point where you're talking about thousand calorie beers that are just like, what in the absolute fuck am I supposed to get through a pint of this? And I get that yeah. people like and consumers generally get in love with the idea of something, right? They're like, oh, why don't you have this all the time? Or why don't you make ten variants of this? And it's like, well, if you can find five hundred more people just like you, uh, <laughs> we're gonna figure this out. We're gonna really figure this out. But chances are even that person doesn't want it as much as they think they do, right? They're like, oh, you know, in, you know, I, I've discontinued beers at the brewery before, and they're like, oh, you stopped making that? I brought it all the time. It is, that was my I was favorite like, beer. Uh, uh, my yeah, sales, you and two other people. My sales records say otherwise. Um, were you even buying this beer? Because there were times that no one was. So, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, geez, and, then, and then especially, for, that's the one. I'm always good for a mic hit. You didn't do it last week. <laughs> I know. Good it's, work. But especially some You're of these one-off down. beers, like they're expensive. Yes, they people are. people don't understand sometimes. Like especially when you're putting fruit in beer, mm-hmm. as soon as you start talking about fruit, it is expensive. Yep. Yeah. Uh, get ready a little... to either uh, make no money or have, buy an expensive. Yeah, beer. it's more like, oh, I hope it's we break exciting. even or make a touch of money on this. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's just a cool for... thing to bring people in, but yeah, Jesus, it's marketing. A little uh, little cheat codes for my local guys uh, and just breweries in general. Um, if you brew a beer for the first time, you can write off the entire cost of producing it as R&D. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, 100%. So if you brew a lot of beers just once, maybe something to look into. Just saying. Like 114 cool. in one year? Also, it can also... That's an absurd amount. You can also yeah, severely... Yeah. You can also let you... Did we pull- think it's a lot? We did 14 this this year. We'll have finish at 14, and I, I buy beers hate us. 14 barrels? 14, 14 different, different beers. style beers. 14 oh. different style beers. On top of our core beers, right? Uh, but 14 limited releases. Uh, my beers fucking hate us. Uh, I was like, I had style this bitch down to four. And they're like, well, that's not enough. We can't, we're going to, we're not going to, we're going to be busy enough. I'm like, where, what's, where, what would you like? You tell me what you like and I'll make this shit happen. <laughs> well, Christ. what they would like is to complain. <laughs> so my might, next collab, you might as well bump it yeah, up to 20. I'm going to collab with my brewery and call it that. <laughs> I would like to complain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is it 10? Is it 4? Just tell me the fucking number. I mean, from my perspective, running sales, I would like as few excuses as possible in as much volume as possible. Which oh, is no. what, which is what cool I'm saying. limited releases is, oh, are, are exciting ab- to sell. Absolutely. But I'm steering my brewery into like a slim skew, high volume machine mm-hmm. so I can go have fun in smaller venues and I don't have to like sit around and like. This is going to sound real cunty, but I have a bigger operation. Like I don't have time to think about How thirty. How dare case. you? I don't call have... yourself a big operation. Us little guys oh, are just. God. You're sitting on our shoulders. We rise you up. <laughs> I don't I... even know what the fuck's happening. But <laughs> by federal by federal definition, I'm still a very small operation. Bobby's um... losing his mind. That's what's happening. <laughs> You called yourself big in my house. I'm an independent. I, uh, as. <laughs> for legal purposes, so am I. Um, I don't have time to think Dude, about word on the 30 street. cases of beer. I just don't have time word, to think word about Word on the street was Grand Canyon got bought out. 
<laughs> Bobby just keeps talking that, over you. That straight, love it. That straight up happened in our town. Like people were like, "Heard you guys are getting uh, courted by Budweiser," and we're like. Who told you that? Uh, we would fucking love that. <laughs> Wait, do you have the, the paperwork? Could you send check. me the paperwork for Budweiser cutting that check? Did uh, they have a business card? Did you grab it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus fuck. Turns out that's actually our goal. Do you know how much money Andy made? <laughs> oh, I'm ready. Yeah, me too. Jeez. I can't sit any longer. I gotta stand. I'm sorry, this podcast is like fucking an hour and a half over time and i'm all right with that listen it's 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 good i mean you guys tell me when to go i'll be here all day let's listen. go yeah that's our problem <laughs> just listen, keep, like, soon as soon as you can talking. smell bobby's dinner it's time <laughs> <laughs> true true the door is open and it, it's just like <laughs> that's he's like literally he pushed his chair out of the way he's like it's it's five minutes no guys. i need to stand i just it's need to five stand. minutes but uh it, there's nothing like all right, it's gotta go. Yeah, everybody, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> I will say, the earlier we stop, the nicer the goodbyes. The later we go, the quicker you need to leave. <laughs> yeah, the quicker you need to get the fuck up out of here. Though so I get it. I got young kids. I know how it goes. We've uh, we've definitely had uh, plenty of people who are like, okay, it's six twenty one. Everybody needs to be the fuck out of my house in four minutes. <laughs> and hey, we know how to get up. First. And we'll literally cut, finish, wrap up. Move along. Everybody has little high fives. We do a great job. Yeah, we can wrap up in you know, three, four minutes. Well, I'm um, not. I was just giving him an example of yeah, yeah. when we've done we, that. Yeah, before. we've got it. We got it down packed. But Bobby gives me an extra five. Mm-hmm. I think I'm having some homies come over tonight. Put up the old uh, propane fire pit. Oh, not cold enough to do it, but it looks cool. Yeah, I'm gonna go work um, right after this. All oh, right, do you I'll, want to hot I'll, shot I'll, some beers for me? <laughs> Uh, are they going to downtown 12 West? Going to Case Every. I'll take it over to Orvin. I like saying Ken. I'll go do that first. I'll have I, I, uh, I literally also am going home to work. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> My day never ends anymore. No, I'll totally drop off at Orvin and then like have a beer and a fucking dope sandwich and fucking. I was going to run it over right after this. And I was like, nah, I don't know if I have time. And he's still got to come get a check. But uh, he needs these beers. So I got to get these beers to him. So. No, I'll drop him that K. You grab a check tomorrow. It's just cases. For Simple. legal purposes, that was a joke. A check will be grabbed tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and also, these beers are being run by my distributor. Yes. For all of these. For the, one of our 20 listeners is Craig Miller. Shut up, Craig. <laughs> He's like, I know you're breaking the laws. <laughs> There's a Coke den somewhere else at some brewery. I don't know. What the fuck? Throw the scent off my trail. Jesus oh Christ. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> God damn. I'm sorry I brought coasters. <laughs> for those of you listening that are not in the beer industry, uh, supplier reps who work for the breweries are not even allowed to bring coasters to a bar. It is illegal. Love you, Arizona. Shout out. Well, actually, Arizona is actually pretty liberal as far dumb as laws. Law. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, oh, that's a dumb fucking law. There it's definitely a, is it's, some it's stupid shit law, out there. It's a dumb law, but Arizona, as far as like beer laws across America, we're pretty liberal here. Pretty liberal. Um, it's like... I mean, there's a few states that are, are a little more crazy. There are states that you're but... literally not allowed to serve food. There are states where you're literally not allowed to have a tap room if you produce beer and package Dude, and I sell think it in Utah, you store. still can't stand at a bar and drink. That's... Well... Wait, what? Like... 
If you're at a bar, no, I, in think Utah, you, I think you can now, but they have to go they behind. Don't they have to go behind the wall to mix your drink so no one can see them mixing the drink? Isn't that? Dude, well, you gotta get the liquor from a state the place, back? and you they just what? buy the mixer from them. They do that, but if you're stand, oh, you know they might have changed it. But originally, I don't know. I mean, it's been a minute stand, since I've been to Utah. You can stand at the bar and drink. You had to be sitting. There's drink. a reason I don't go to Utah. Otherwise, well, the devil would come out. Yeah. The last time I was in Moab, I stopped at Moab Brewery and had a drink. And um, it's uh, what do they call it? Three two state? <laughs> is that three two IPA? It is. is and then delicious? and so I order three ten. I, I order three point two percent. Yeah. So I order a beer I know and like from Moab, but it's also now three percent. And the guy next to me is like, "Hey, can I have a a can of the same beer?" And I was like, "Oh, do you prefer package?" He's like, "No, but that's seven percent." Yeah. Oh, and so I was the like, "Draft is." Yeah. I was like. I fucking hate politicians so the much. Dr- the draft was three point two, so and the, the can law, is regular. The law is for draft, so you can serve. And I w- bet you it's in it's like pint port or twelve. Like I bet there's so many stupid. But but, but like literally, like you can have the same product, like a half a foot away from each other, two different ABVs, priced appropriately, and then but like legally, you can only have one of those on draft. And the other has to be served out of a can, and it's like, but same name but too. What? Yes, same exact beer. dude. Same exact. Yeah, same exact beer. Same exact name, except one is brewed for lower ABV and one is not. And uh, dude, it it literally melted my brain. I, I it was just like, laws are clearly sometimes made just to benefit them being made because this doesn't make like. Dude, I was explain in co- to me how this saves the children. So I was in Colorado. And uh, I went to, well, at this point, for them, it was nostalgia, so they kept it. Um, but it was, like, one of their most original, like, 310 bars, or 32 bars. Um, and they had, like, not 32 bars, but, they like, beers. But they also had their section that, like, yeah, they kept, that of, like, was what just, was the 32. Yeah. Because it was, like, I think it was, like, the Purple Pig. Um, and I get there, and I just happened to be sitting on, like, the far right side of the bar where it's, like, what the original bar was, where it was that 32 bar, and then they just like, kept expanding. And uh, so I'm looking at these beers. I'm like, can I have a sample of that? And she, like, pours me a sample. I'm like, all right, cool. Can I have a sample of this? Yep, pours it. I'm like, can I have a sample of that? Yep, all right, I'll do this. Uh, and she's like, let me see your ID. I'm like, you just poured me three different samples of beer. Uh, now you want to, and I look at her, I'm like, and now you want to ask my ID now that I ordered a pint of it? And she's like, well, I can legally serve you samples without seeing your ID. Because these are three two beers. What? I go, huh? Shut the <laughs> That, that I don't is, know if those are true or not, but that, I bet I bet it is. Uh, that's what I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past in these yeah. states like the weirdest Jesus. shit ever. Yeah, you can like straight give me those weird. Not a pint of it. Also, like, I Colorado's a beer state. Like, what in the fuck? Like, I know the three two laws have long plagued grocery store like interactions versus independence, and I don't live there. I'm not. I have no sword to die on. But I just I understand that as a consumer. It becomes frustrating to be like, it's a lot of the same thing that people bitch about Corona. Like, um, why do I have to wear a mask to enter a building where I'm going to oh, be three feet from someone's face? Right. Like, like some of the rules just don't make sense as far as like logistics go. Although I get the sentiment of what you're trying to do. Like I get it, but like, please explain to me how in the end this is effectively helping anybody. Yeah. That's super true. It's like, now you have all these like employees and breweries and people that are paying heavy taxes and you're still like 
or were at one point in time like, oh, well, if you're going to make this beer, you got to only be 3-2. Like, that doesn't really ever make that much and, sense. And, and, not, and because, again, Arizona's baller for laws, like, New Mexico at least does that same sentiment better, where they're like, you can have three beers and go home. Okay, cool. Is that their law? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. In the tap rooms. Yeah. yeah. In a tap wait, room. Wait, 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 wait. I'm about to go to New Mexico with you. I didn't know you didn't know this. Uh, <laughs> I could have. Sw- I could have sworn we talked three beers. Could have sworn we yeah, talked yeah. about this for just straight tap rooms, right? Yes. Not. Uh, wait, do they? I've uh, never, never been, been to. I've a, never been to not a tap room. I've never <laughs> been to. That. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm with you now. Oh no 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 no! We went to that uh, that breakfast place. But we only got to two beers, and it was like 7 a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, the last time we were there, we had, we went to, uh, what brewery was What if it? you come back? We went, oh, dude, we went to that really shitty one where the, the blow-off on the tank was like right outside the men's room. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, what the hell's the name Because Swag was like, dude, you got to check it out. It's so cool. Dude, fuck you, Swag. I know you're listening. Um, hey, by the way, Swag, I miss you. Also, I love you. Um, so then we like opted out of that, and then we spent the night at La Cumbre. Uh, La Cumbre, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was fucking. So you get, if you're at La Cumbre, and we hit our three beer limit, and we left like peaceful gentlemen. Yes, we did. Wink. <laughs> shout out La Cumbre. I was gonna say, like, uh, I like, I feel like I know how to do a workaround. You buy three beers, you tip fat as fuck. We go take a piss and come back and get three more beers. Listen, Bobby, I don't want to tell you it sounds like you've uh, discovered the workaround, but uh, you're going to do just fine in New Mexico. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> yeah. Give me a little hiccup for a second. Yeah, I think you're, I think uh, you're just you're going to have a fine time there. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to do uh, just fine in New Mexico. Like, through who fuck? I didn't even know what to say. <laughs> the face, your face is so. <laughs> you're just <laughs> honestly. I thought I thought that was like a common thing that everybody kind of knew about yeah. New Mexico. I just it thought was like, it was like Utah was the only gay city in the state, and everybody else was cool. Like, no, it, it gets weirder. <laughs> there's other there's other states that are even more strange. Really? Yeah. Get it together, other states. Drink a fucking beer. Texas Could is be one of the really bad ones, actually. Yeah, Texas uh, is for, super weird. For, for a state that drinks so much fucking beer, because every- Texas is like hit records of the most amount of beer in the nation. Like I know, but like to that, drink at a brewery but, tap room but is also, like still like super restricted. But also peep these stats. Uh there's dozens of dry counties in Texas still. Yeah, but Mormons all, live the, there. Also, no, 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 no Mormons. What, what I'm saying is there's people that want to buy beer that live in places where they can't. Which means that Texas hasn't hit its potential. Texas, Texas could. County Texas, Texas could. Absurd. I don't even want to go down the so street. I've, I've done a lot of. Beer. I've done a lot of work in Texas, oh, and yeah. I've been in dry counties in Texas, and that is the largest liquor stores I've ever seen in my life on the borders, on the borders oh, of a county. Right because what happens yeah. is, is dry counties generally are, are are have a lot of like. Either whether it be wind turbines, but there's a lot of work to be done, so people will be staying there, right, or whatever. Or maybe there's some tourist things, so you literally got it. Like Texas is fucking weird. Or maybe you just live in a dry county and want some fucking booze. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I bet there could be some solid deal for like a, 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 a delivery service from the, like where the sale was executed. If you want to get fucking here. strung up, yeah. Texas, Texas, Texans. You say the deliver or the the order the sale of the alcohol was executed at our store in this in this non dry county. I'm gonna say we this just is, delivered it to your dry county. I'm going to say this because I, I, I know many Texans. There's got to be a workaround. But I'm going to try to say this as delicately as I can. Is uh, Texas are very you mess with Texas. law-abiding citizens, which means that even if their laws are fucking stupid, they follow them. But like it's they, they love the law and love having things that are big. 
So that's good for Texas. Good for them. Now, so you have dry counties. You have the fact that you cannot uh, serve food in tap rooms. I, I, I think you can only sell to-go beer from tap rooms. And then they just, in like 2019, tried to pass a bill that would have allowed like more sales from like production and shit like that. That shit was stamped down like it was a Wait, fucking child molester. I saw that. I saw that they, they were doing that, no, that and it shit never ate, passed. Dude, that shit ate dick Jesus. quick. That's Texas, fucking insane. And they also sell more beer than any other state on the planet, which means yeah. like they're they're like 30% room to run if they fucking get their heads out of their ass, which is wild. Yeah, think, wild. think of the tax money, like the extra tax, just the extra tax uh, money, extra you, employment, like all this stuff, man. Are like you it's crazy. Trying to fuck with me right now? <laughs> no, I'm trying to. What are you doing? I'm just like to... just right at the, like we're we're, we're winding yeah. up to the end and you're just like hey what about taxation is that what about taxes Alex what about taxes <laughs> okay what so I definitely I definitely so no, no lie Alex I definitely had this in my mind <laughs> this whole podcast and I was like I got at one point in time taxes is gonna come up yeah, gotcha. because we're going to be talking about the beer industry and the liquor laws and like all this stuff and yes don't even get me started but no I mean, Alex pay more taxes so. We always wrap up this podcast with an industry shout out. Yes, uh, sir. We always tend to go first to give you a minute to think about what your uh, what your shout out will be because we just force you to do one. <laughs> Nobody's never not done one, so uh, I'll go first. All right, have a good night, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess we've never told anybody that nobody's not done it, so I, there's I always mean, gonna be there's gonna be a first. Room. I mean, you do a shout out, and you're like, I'm I don't, good. I mean, he just left, so I don't know. What <laughs> yeah. to do. Uh, so my shout out is the wayward it's a uh, it's crap little tap room out in uh phoenix off grand avenue Uh, that's all pretty much all i know about the location of it i've been there a bunch but it's on grand it's in phoenix uh it's it's not the most exciting neighborhood uh it it shits up and coming um they're gonna have a phenomenal location in i mean the location is fucking tight but grand that area will be getting pretty tight in about a year, uh, there's a bunch of stuff coming down there. Uh, I've been talking with Hilda and Thomas. Let me look at that again. Tyler, Hilda and Tyler. I've had, <laughs> the worst part is I'm I'm shit with names. I've actually had like a two and a half hour talk with Tyler, just having a beer and just chatting with him while I was selling beers to him. Uh, but Hilda and Tyler, are fucking dope people. They are really they are really uh, outstanding human beings. Uh, they both came from Rent House, an amazing Arizona brewery. Uh, they really know their craft, and they open up an amazing little spot out in Phoenix. And that's cool. Uh, I think it's like twelve tap handle, so it's nothing like overwhelming. It's very simple. You st- pop in, got some quality product on there. Uh, I saw a little two door, maybe four door fridge with amazing craft beer as well. It's sure. very comfortable, very simple. Nice. It's in a uh, it's a killer area. So if if uh, you're a listener trying to check out. Uh, new tap rooms, and you happen to be on the <gasps> side in Phoenix. Go check out the Wayward. It's a it's a killer little joint. Tight, tight, tight. <clears throat> Sorry, I keep hacking like a dragon over here. Um, cannabis not good, but um, my local shout out is uh, so while we're here doing this rad shit, uh, Liz, uh, shout out Liz, uh, she's up do kicking off our brewery of the month over at Mister Brews um, up in East Mesa. Ooh. Actually, yeah. you know what? I feel like you not. I'm gonna interject here and say you can't call them out. Wait, Mister Bruce, not B two or B. This ain't Coop. 
This is the other Mr. Brews. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Go yeah. on. Coop would have to put my beer on first. Uh, no, no, no. For me Coop to shout would have out. to do our podcast first. Uh, Coop would have to do our podcast first because also, he yeah. said he was going to do the podcast and then backed out. Yes, this is. I, well, I fucking love Coop. It, it was That's a, a handsome man. He didn't. Uh, for clarity, uh, in case he is listening to these episodes, um, he uh, it was a scheduling fast. conflict. He didn't back out. He will eventually be on the cast. Uh, we're just booked out for until December. So Ooh, I'm glad I got squeezed in on this one. Then yes, sir. Uh, we'll squeeze you in later too. Yeah, absolutely. We'll squeeze between them cheeks. But yeah, so Mr. Bruce is, uh, we're doing, uh, so tonight is one of three, I think, maybe four, but I think it's three events we're doing with them uh, throughout the month. Um, just a shout out, I mean, uh, when they did their opening, I, I uh, rolled in there, uh, impressive little spot, <clears throat> spot on fucking food, spot on fucking food. Um, I mean, what can you say about, what more can be said about like a, a legit, diverse, large tap list? I mean... You know, uh, but that's what they have, right? I mean, there's a bunch of places that have them, but they have that. They have killer, killer food and personable staff. The owners are great people. Um, Shout out to Drew over there. He's 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 a G. Absolutely, he's been in the industry for a minute. That's Drew Dixon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out Drew. What's up? He's cool. Yeah, he's 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 uh all, just all those people over there are cool. Like uh, I I haven't been in there as much as I'd like to be, but. Every time I go, I just have such a great time. I, I'm always seeing my friends on Facebook checking there, and um, shout out to the, the three of you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 um, there, I mean, I, whoa, I don't remember the fucking mess up I said. It was terrible. <laughs> it was not good. Listen, it's, it's all it's, good. We're all here for it. Uh, you just gotta, you just gotta own it. Um, but yeah, Mr. Brews, um, shout out to them. And then, so uh, where are they located? Uh, they are located <laughs> in East Mesa. <laughs> Bobby, I didn't they prepare. They located if you put Listen. maps on your phone and type in Mr. Bruce. Uh, okay, uh, you were reading off notes, you shitbag, so eat my ass. I'm off the top here. <laughs> You're like checking notes. To be fair, I did pull up my phone twice. Yeah. And did you say his name wrong? Yes. <laughs> I definitely didn't say his yeah. name wrong. I said it right multiple times. I said it right all four times I said it. Yeah, Thomas is a silent partner. Yeah, yeah. The, the quietest. <laughs> he contributes nothing. <laughs> but now that we've embarrassed ourselves. <laughs> so. All right. So my local shout out is, I mean, the place I always go to when I have some time off, Divided Vine. Hell yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, it's Jeff and Clayton. We were just yeah, talking about Jeff and Clayton. Awesome. Awesome. Spots. Awesome dudes. I like when I got time to go get a beer, whatever, hang out with friends. Take my wife out, like that's where we hang out. So yeah, they're busy. I mean, we're gonna have to go over there, I think, to get them on the cast. I still but, really think we'll. Get I mean, them. I think you yeah, could, I think you busy, could snag they're, one they're, of them. Yeah, they're so fucking busy all the time. Which is, I mean, shout out. I mean, we like we literally talked about we this. We get them out here. We we're, yeah, we uh we literally talked about that last time. But you know, uh, he's leaving during his own shout out. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll finish it for you. Yeah, well, I got a P two, so yeah, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll wrap this up right now. So. Uh, Jeff Clayton, we said it all last time. Brett fucking co-signed it this episode. You guys are killing it. Bobby, always great to see you. Until next time. Good doing this. Good doing this. See you next time.